Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 49 of Lucha World. In this episode, Alberto, Cibernetico, Sombra. Moving on down the road, baby. Enjoy. Krishna, ladies and gentlemen, this is Vandal the Love Handle Drummond with Fredo. How's everybody going? Doing now? Fredo, so wasn't that awful? <laughs> I was like, I was. You sounded so enthusiastic. I was, I was so unenthused in saying that. I was busy reading about. Uh, I was reading some tweets about like cybernetic. Oh yeah, because that's that's something that's in we'll motion t- now. Yeah, it we'll is, talk about that in a bit. Well, let's try it again. We're taping this on a Friday, so... On a Friday, and so let's try it again. Hey, this is The Freak, along with Frito Esparza. Hare Krishna, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ready for a fun-filled, exciting evening of Lucha World, episode number 49. You're trying to do a radio voice like Brian Alvarez, huh? Yeah, uh, hybrid you know, was, between uh, Brian Alvarez and, and uh, Gary Owens. Remember that before we met uh, Brian Al- Before I met Brian Alvarez, like... In person, mm-hmm. I, I I asked you if that was really because you had done a podcast with him, right? Yes, an appearance, a, a, a guest appearance with him, and I asked you if that was really his voice, and you're like, yeah, that's his voice. And then when I finally met him, I'm like, oh, that really is his voice. Yeah, so totally, like, yeah. totally. He's got this very like, very like why like I don't want to sound exuberant, like yeah, like very like radio, like it, a DJ it, voice. Yeah, it's like I I want to feel as lively as it sounds like he feels. Yeah. Because he, he looks like he's just full, so full of energy. I I want to feel that. Why? Well, I, I just thought it was the the voice just cracked me up. I was like, whoh, that's the that's his voice. That's yeah, it's the real thing. Yeah, it's the real thing. You know, it's yeah. uh, lots to talk about. Wow, I, I cannot think of well, one we're covering. We were going to do a podcast. I think like two weeks ago. Well, I actually thought about doing a podcast two weeks ago when I asked me. <laughs> but apparently, I had I had been a get, invited to be a guest on Mark Cole's yes. Winter Palace yeah, podcast. Yeah, we should, we should go over this, yes. Which was a, we had a good show, talked about Alberto. Actually, at that time, I mean, we were we, the last podcast, we didn't talk about Alberto because that hadn't happened. Right. So I did that podcast and talked about Alberto leaving um, AAA. So, um, so right when I'm doing that podcast... I don't. I think. Uh, I think somewhere around that time, 
Chris Zellner wrote that he had a he was doing a podcast, and I didn't know who the guest was. And then all of a sudden, like I think we, I think Marco and I were done like in, by seven o'clock Pacific time, mm-hmm. and um, so then I think Chris Zellner wrote that he was still doing a podcast, and then like an hour later, he's like, "We're still going, but our guest tapped out." <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, I wonder who that guest is. So then the next day, I think that was when he posted the the show or something, and that's when we found out that Kurt Brown was doing the show with um, yes Chris Delner and David Bixen. And I did tap out after I I I forget how long it was. I it was it was long. we even talked about that on uh, Mark Cole's podcast about Chris's really long podcast. <laughs> I I got which are great. You know, I'm not I'm not like yeah, they're really they're really good. And I I. Uh, I just ran out of gas. Yeah. Plus, I had to get up the next morning too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I had to get up at four, well, you know, four o'clock the next we're in, morning. We're on the West Coast, so what time did you get out, out, off the show? Off the, doing the the call and stuff. Uh, I don't remember. I want to say ten, eleven. No, it was before that. But it's like, it's like I thought. But oh, you're thinking it's late thinking, for you. Yeah, I was thinking an There's, hour and a half. Chris, and Chris is in Georgia, man. I want to say we're pushing three hours. I, yeah, Chris, I don't know if I'm remembering. Chris, Chris is in Georgia. I mean, he's probably doing that show like at midnight or yes. one a.m. It's like, and then for the last three Tuesdays, uh, Fred Lazarus, who, yeah, I asked you about like right before you they, you announced that you were on that show, I had asked you, hey, let's do a podcast, and you kind of like you kind of like yeah, maybe someday soon. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. So I thought maybe you were gonna, we were gonna do one at some point, and then I find out like a day later you did a, another podcast, the one you're gonna talk about. Yeah, right three, now. yeah, three straight Tuesdays. Fred Lazarus has a, a really fun podcast called Durfcast. In fact, uh, I got a text from Dan, our friend Dan Farron. I, I guess he's the most recent guest. Dan was uh, on the show. Yeah, on Fred Lazarus' show, and. Uh, for people, Facebook friends who are on the California Classic page that Dan uh, formed, uh, Fred, Fred is a frequent poster. He has a podcast called Durfcast, and uh, for the last three Tuesdays, I've been a guest on the show. We found that we have two amazing things in common. Fred is a cancer survivor, like I am, and... This is the other Fred, not me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's just correct. I keep forgetting you as Fred. I know, I know, Fredo. Yeah, everybody knows me as Fredo, so they forget that. Though. Yeah, you know, Fred and Fredo seems like two yeah, different yeah. Names. You know, Fredo actually has a poetic ring to it, where where Fred has a more. You know, it's weird. Nobody's concrete. ever called me. Nobody's ever called me. It's always Fredo or Alfredo. You know, like yes, yes. I think they like it. The Latino. It has a little, a little air, fire in a it. Mystique. <laughs> <Mas> fuego. <laughs> okay, back to the end. What so was wait, the wait. Uh, the other thing he has in common is he he has cats who he fusses over just like I fuss over my cats. And then the other thing that was really cool after doing the first. So podcast, you guys don't have in common that you like wrestling. No. <laughs> we do like wrestling, but that's, that's not that's, that's not, not the, something we have that's in not common. the third. That's because I would think that would be the other thing you had in common. Yeah, no, we no. both like wrestling, but we don't have it. In yeah, common. we don't have any common. Okay. Yeah, we 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 continue on with we the, butt heads on that. Continue on with your tale of your. So, anyways, uh, you know, we posted on Facebook about the co- uh, the show. You know, we he is uh, in the San Francisco area. He's a few years older than I am, so he grew up on Roy Shire's wrestling and saw a smattering of Michael Bell too. And when he put the announcement of the podcast on Facebook, in the comments section, uh, Journeyman Mickey Doyle, 
uh, who L.A. fans and uh, San Francisco fans will remember as Irish Mickey Doyle, but whose coolest run was no doubt with Mike Boyette as the hippies in the early 70s in the Gulf Coast. He got in on the comments conversation, and uh, Fred asked if he'd be a guest on the show, and so I got reunited with Mickey Doyle, who I had not uh, actually conversed with in probably 23 years. Did you guys talk about Alberto Del Rio going back to WWE? That's all we talked about. <laughs> yeah. That's why Mickey wanted to go on the yeah, show. Yeah, he, he wanted to go on the show. <laughs> he wanted to go on the show and say how, how disappointed he was in, in the way Alberto and, right. and Caristico right. left AAA, right? <laughs> he said, back in my day when we worked for Lee Fields yes. and Ed Farhat, oh, that we, stuff didn't fly. Yeah, we, we left the right way. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, no, but I want to give uh, Fred Lazarus a huge thank you because... Uh, Mickey Doyle was one of my first trainers. Really? Back in 84. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I met him at an indie show he was booked on, and um, we started hitting up. Well, you know, uh, Dr. Jerry Graham conversation came up, and we kind of hit it off. And then I was surprised a few months later when he called me out of the blue because uh, he was getting back to wrestling on a intermittent basis and he says uh yeah I was, I was wanting somebody to work out with wondering if you're interested and you know wow because I, I watched it when I was a kid so yeah. it was like oh my god you're asking me to yeah oh uh, I don't think I helped but what what ended up happening was he just needed somebody to beat on basically <laughs> yeah, I was good at that too. Yeah, I was really good. You were good at taking beatings. No, he ended up teaching me more. Uh, I, I, I don't think he got anything out of uh, working out with me, but I got a lot from him. He, he taught me more in a few hours. What, than I, what moves did he teach you? Uh, you know the uh, Santon, uh, Swanton's bomb, the Swanton bomb, the Hurricanrana, uh, yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all, all that, <laughs> the stuff. tornadoes, silly little backflips. <laughs> a lot no, of no, backflips. You know, he, he, but seriously, he taught me a lot more than I learned from just about anybody. Uh, yeah, I had a few people who showed me the basics That's, and stuff like that, but don't uh, don't say anything. Somebody might be listening. One of your ex trainers might be kayfabe, kayfabe, kayfabe. <laughs> No, I learned some good stuff from other people, but I learned a lot from Mickey Doyle. And Down to Earth Guys, so it was great reuniting on uh, the Durfcast podcast, which you can find on SoundCloud. And now that we covered somebody else's podcast, let's get to <laughs> our podcast. Yes. Fredo. Not a lot so Not a lot going on. Nothing. Nothing at all. Not just in Lucha and everything from MMA to... Uh, yeah, yeah, quick, quick mention just uh, on... A sad note, one of the SoCal local boys, Rising Sun, has passed away. Uh, yeah, Superboy mentioned him on, a, on our podcast, the last podcast, I think. We asked, I asked him about right. it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. We don't know a lot of details. It uh, sounds like he died in his sleep. Um, 33 years old. Damn. Very sad to hear it. Uh, you know, I, I, I was just like perusing Facebook and this really hit a lot of people hard. And uh, up in the Northwest, Ole Olson, who I uh, met a few times when I worked for Al uh, Tomko up in Vancouver. Um, um, heart failure. Nick Bockwinkle too. Nick Bockwinkle. Yeah. Yes. We, I guess we should Is bring this... up. We should bring up the, the the your one. What that was that the first time you met him. No, right? No, no, you, I, I, I would actually... Um, You've seen him a few times, like... like I actually wouldn't have been talked to him. He was a super nice guy. Like, yeah. I, 
the only connection I really had was, uh, you know, I, I chat with his brother Bobby sometimes, who would ref Bobby Bachwinkle. Bobby Bachwinkle. Yeah, he <laughs> the indie shows I was on. Sorry, I had to that. laugh at that. That was just funny. Bobby Bachwinkle. But if he was re- refereeing on a card that his brother was wrestling on, he became Robert Warren. Oh, Joe. Oh, well, Seriously, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That's good. Mm. But anyways, but yeah, I'd go up to him and just say, "Hey, what's your brother up to?" And you did know. you see a lot of Buckwinkle when he was younger, or not really? I started. Yeah, I I actually was really lucky. Actually, first time I ever met him, somewhere I I don't actually have a picture of me with him, but you know how they've been joking about that oversized championship belt he had. Yeah. Somewhere I have a picture of me with my bleach blonde hair with that belt that was like bigger than I was at the time. Oh really? Yeah, because it he. Uh, this was here in L.A.? Or? No, this was in Houston when... Uh, the convention. The wrestling fans convention. Uh, Paul Bosch was hosting it. And Bachwinkle came and, you know, hung out with the fans and let everybody get a photo with the belt, which back in 81 was a big deal. Did you ask him, was wrestling real? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he says, oh, no, everything's fake. Yeah, no, like, didn't yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. kid? What are you, an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> no, Bob, but Bachwinkle was like... I got to actually see him wrestle a lot in the early 80s. Oh, really? I wasn't even searching out matches of his. Just I saw him wrestle a 60-minute draw to with Because most, most of what I saw was like when he was already like the mid-late 80, mid, mid to late 80s. So. And that was when he was winding it up. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I saw him wrestle a 60-minute draw with Tony Atlas uh, in Houston. And he was still a lot better than a lot of the stuff that was on AWA he back then. He was amazing. Yeah, some of that AWA was hard to... I'll yeah, be honest, it was hard to watch. Because I remember watching, like, 88, 89 AWA, and, like, actually it might have been... Because Bachwinkle was still around until, like, 90, wasn't he? Like, 1990, I think, was probably his last year. 90, 91. Yeah, that might yeah. be pushing it. But 89? Yeah. Somewhere around that. Yeah. I, I know, well, on tape you could you could see it, but, like, I just remember... Well, the AWA after he was done was when it got a lot worse too. So it's oh like, god, yeah, I think yeah. I'm probably I'm probably mixing it in because I think Bachwinkle was I saw like when he, he feuded with Kurt Hennig. Yes, and then like after that, I think kind of like he started cutting down his schedule and stuff. I think he retired around late eighties, wasn't he? He was done yes, by the late eighties. Yes, yeah. and, and even when he was past his prime, he was still awesome. Because the Bisco that was hey, here comes the train again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark, I was doing the podcast with Mark Cole, and he was amused. Petticoat at, Junction. Yeah, he was amused that there's trains that pass here. We, we're we're right across the train um, track. You know, we we, we got to get some rocking chairs and yeah. hear the sound of the chairs creaking. Oh, there goes another. Train. You know what it reminds me of when when um, when um, you watch that one show where the guy lives. In like an apartment building right next to like a train track, and the guy's trying to sleep, and you just hear the train like just yes, moving yes, around. Yes. Or was it Annie Hall when Woody Allen talks about growing up below beneath a roller coaster in yeah. amusement park? And, yeah. Um, but no, Bachwinkle. In fact, I'll never forget the biggest shocker was I remember Southwest Championship Wrestling. You know, sometimes yeah. he'd make appearances on it, and. I remember, of all things, seeing the match. I think it, I want to say it was with Mike Graham, and it wasn't. Probably was because I think that that was they had one match. Yeah, it would always repeat on other what places. Yeah, well, but it was funny because it was a, a bad match, and I just sat there shocked because I don't think I ever saw either of them having a bad match. It, you know, I, I hate to even bring. I, I don't mean to bring that up to knock him. It's just. Bachwinkle was one of the smoothest workers I've ever seen, ever. And it was so weird, like, what, what's wrong here? I still to this day wonder, because, you know, they, you could see them talking to each other, and it looked like he just didn't want to be there Yeah, they must, they must, something must have happened to them, or it's... Yeah, yeah, but, it, it, but 
the reason I bring it up is because that was very rare. Bachwinkle. I like how you bring amazing. up the worst, the worst match possible for Nick I, I brought it up only in contrast. I did mention the Kurt Henning match, which was, good, it was. which was good. Yeah, I, I just in contrast because I, other than that, I never saw Nick Bachwinkle have anything but a really, really good match. Yeah. I mean, a sixty-minute draw with Tony Atlas. I mean, and you know, they did that whole thing where he's barely hanging on to the championship at you know toward the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. He was just. It was just something. It was good. Yeah. So let's get to the lucha now. Yep. Time Stop to stop uh, talking about death. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I'm getting depressed now. Yep. Yeah, now, just want to give us a salutation to those guys and just some condolences to you know folks who knew all these cats. Um, La Sombra. La Sombra. That is the that big, is, in my mind. That's the biggest news. That's the biggest news because he just left. <laughs> He's like the most recent one, and it actually, you know, it's weird because I think it kind of. The way I think everybody, the way Mal was booking La Sombra was complain like like why is he losing so so much, losing his mask, yes. losing his belt, losing constantly you losing. Know people are still despairing over him losing his mask. Yeah, um, but it's like it's one of those things where like now you understand why he was losing because he was already on his way out, and he must have told Mal ahead of time. I was going to say this was actually and it's actually like a well kept secret, wasn't well kept secret, and also the way CML let him still headline. Mm-hmm. And was still featuring him. I mean, they featured him on an iPay-per-view, which they don't even, they barely started doing iPay-per-views. Yes. And then um, they had um, they had him be the the big, you know, the, he was still the top guy at the end. I mean, like, the mass match, Absolutely. understandable. Because, I mean, they were going to get a big payoff of that. But then, like, still have him, like, be the, the featured guy. And, and the cool thing was, like, Sombra putting over guys that he actually likes at the end. Yes. Like, Ultimo Guerrero. From La Laguna, mm-hmm. which is where La Sombra's from, from the mm-hmm. Torreon area. So he kind of, that was his, like, kind of like his payback. Like, hey, thanks for everything you've done. As my, even they might not like each other. I don't, I don't know this, like, but, you know, guys, they might have, like, issues oh, and stuff. There can be personal but, difference, but, but there's, yeah, you always respect. have a certain respect for the guy who came back, came before you mm-hmm. from that same yes. area. Like, Blue Panther still thought of very highly in, in that area. He's considered the, the guy who got that going in that yes. area. So then um, he did that for that guy. Then you go to Atlantis, who's like a legend. And that was... Put him over. That was the most fun I've had watching a wrestling match in a long, long time. Then he puts over his longtime rival, Volador Jr. And then he puts over his best friend, Rush. Which I and thought was, was amazing. The way they set up the match with him and Rush with the Incredibles team with... Uh, Let's see if you remember the teams. <laughs> I can't remember who team with who. Rush and Mystico versus La Sombra Volador Jr. Yes. And I should have remembered that because Their there, brother was that great, and... there was that great spot after the match where uh, Volador, Fireman, carries Mystico yes. as if he's going to help him and then just... just sh- did he shove a drink in his yeah, face? Yeah, That was he, awesome. He, as he's carrying him, this tells you how light Mystico is. He's carrying him up the stairs. He sees a cup. Some fan hands him a cup or, or the cup is right there. He grabs the cup of what, a drink. Somebody's like, Somebody had... Felt the urge to tell me it was cerveza, like beer. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, dude, relax. It's a drink. Who, yeah. <laughs> who gives a fuck? Yes. This is what I hate. People always have to go with small details. Like, who cares? And so he grabs that. He's still carrying There's Mystico. A of liquid. Yes, he yeah. carries. Then he like lets him go, and then he just throws the drink at him. <laughs> it just cracked me up. I, I was love like, it. and then Rush not helping, really going out of his way to help his brother, which he explained later was he wanted him to like man up and be like a man, be able to, which is a cool be able, be able to defend himself. Yeah. And then La Sombra and Rush, their like whole thing, and the way because I loved it, they they went in looking like they weren't going to touch each other till the very end. 
Wow. I mean, in-creative-based matches are a cool concept, but they don't always pan out in my mind. Some, you know, they're intriguing. Yeah. This one told the story better than it. It really depends on, like, what they're building up to, because I think if it, there's really nothing to build up, yeah, they kind of, like, that will be, like, the, the setup. Exactly. And it doesn't really look... It but, just doesn't but, come off as well add to what it eventually leads to. I mean, to. you've seen more than I have. This was... Well, you know what I've... And, and as far as telling a story... You know what I've noticed lately is, like, Volador Jr. has been very rough with Mystico. <laughs> like, have you noticed? Like, every... T- yes. When, that, that day that um, Caristico showed up, mm-hmm. the first match that would happen was... Myst- uh, I think it was Mystico versus Volador. I could be... No, Mystico and someone else. No, it was the Battle Royal. I think it was the Battle Royal. And, and, and it was Volador, like, just really, being really rough with, mm-hmm. with Mystico. And it was like it was just one of those funny moments where you're you're like then this match he got really rough with them even in their matches when they're in trios he like throws them all over the place like a rag doll which I mean is really what you're gonna do with him now because he's really not he's he's not as he's not as he's not as skilled as like Volador or some of these other guys who could do other stuff yeah he's basically more of a just those a handful of spots I mean, I, I always and he's feel, so thin too I, yeah, so. I, I, he's not his brother Dragon Lee either so. exactly you know I I feel kind of bad for him being put in this spot yeah I mean. It does seem like he tries. I'm not. Well, you know what it is. Somebody for it, it, like, like from all the guys that I've heard talk about Mystico, and it's not just like Mm -hmm. the guy. His brothers have said it. They don't think he's like 100 percent recovered mentally from the injuries that he's had from the accident and all that. Wicked accident. I'm amazed he came back as quickly as he. Not just that, but the shoulder separation that happens. Mm. It happens a lot. So it's like he's kind of like I think it's in the back of his head where it's like he's worried. He's it kind of. Because like I was telling Volador that one day I was talking to him, I go, I go, I've noticed when he when he does a dive, he doesn't land. He lands in a certain position where he protects one of his legs, and he's like, yeah, because he's worried about his leg. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's why Ric Flair always did took the back drops drops on his side is because of his back injury in the plane crash. Yeah, you know, it just and, stays and with guys him. do that. Yeah, you know? I you know what I you know I, I I know a lot of people aren't keen on him, but Mystico, I don't see him hurting anybody. More likely he'll get hurt. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. you know that, that's my main concern. If somebody's working hard and yeah, I guess he's not getting over gangbusters. I mean, I, I don't think they hate him, but um, they hate him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, the fans. I mean, you're not. You're, yeah. The, the promotion likes him. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're doing all, everything yeah. they can with no, him. No, some just, they put him in these. They put him in these trios because they know that they want to cover up his weaknesses. Because I mean. The first trio he was with was Valiente when Valiente was really peak Valiente yeah. and Mascara Dorada, which was, you know, you put him in there, these guys can pretty much carry the match oh, and you just yeah. have to do a dive. Hell yeah. And then when Mascara Dorada went to Japan, they had Volador Jr. join that group and mm-hmm. that still worked. I mean, Valiente's kind of like gotten a little, like a little too muscular. So it's kind of like, it's, he, it's kind of no- different Valiente, yeah. isn't he? I, I miss the old Valiente. Yeah. Oh, well, everybody, he, was a, he was a hybrid between. Everybody's like, we miss the fat Valiente. And it's like, dude, that's so mean. But it's like, it's true. It's like, I don't even miss. And, it's not so much the fat Valiente. It's like just the, the regular, normal Valiente. He looked like a, a cross between Sombra and Super Astro. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I dug his look. And one, you see this kind of thick-built guy, but he moved like... Yeah, and now he's just, like, muscular. Like, it's like, yeah. There's clever remi- muscular guys everywhere. Well, he's everywhere. tiny, though, so it's still kind of... Yeah, I guess so. There's still a difference, but it's like, it's still not... It's just not the same Valiente. Um, so, back to Sombra. Uh, it was funny, because he kept being... Ever since the rumor came out that he was going to WWE, he's constantly brought up that he that it wasn't... 
there was it wasn't true. Just nixing it, nixing just nixing it. it. They even did the joke um, when, when um, him and Rush were t- um, after a match. We're talking about how they were going to go next Monday to beat up John Cena on Raw, mm-hmm. and uh, and they were still joking about it. So then um, Sombra did a, a a news. They did a news feature. TV Azteca in uh, Mexico did a news fe- feature on Sombra, and they were asking him about WWE. And he kind of still said he didn't have a contract. He's like, when I have a contract, I'll tell you guys mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm gone. He's like, until I don't have anything signed, I'm still here. And so, but he's but he was very open about his dream was to be in WWE. Mm-hmm. As soon as he said that, you know he's leaving. And remember, remember Superboy saying that's what everybody's, everybody's goal is. Everybody's goal is. To, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, you could put all these like people will write CML has to do more and stuff like that. These guys, that's their dream. Arena Mexico is one of the dreams for a lot, like guys in Mexico. One of their dreams is Arena to step into Arena yeah. Mexico. I mean, Rey Mysterio still hasn't done that. He, that's one of his. Rey Mysterio dreams. has Junior. Yes, he was there like for like a month in two thousand two. 2001-2002 right after WCW really? yeah he teamed up with like he was like with Nero Casas I remember, say, I remember seeing an interview where he said he, he still wanted to wrestle in um, yeah he was there for like a month wow I did not know that yeah wow you were really out of the loop. You already know that. Yeah, that's embarrassing, that's, Kurt. Yeah, right. <laughs> Robbie Hardy. After all the stuff I forgot, Ro- Robbie, this is embarrassing. I like I like how people call me out for not knowing who Tolly's Mind Jr. is. <laughs> which is some Actually, obscure. I, I got to say, that was pretty funny. You got to do that. Was there, funny. Akira Hokuto was a gal he was married to. I don't even know. I don't. I honestly don't remember Tolly's Mind Jr. You could tell me. You could tell me. You, I, he's been on. It's Noka Pro. <laughs> Michinoku Pro, what does that have to do with Probably how would more I Michi- Michinoku Pro than I have and I booked Michinoku Pro. I doubt I've ever seen him on Michinoku Pro. I would remember if I saw him on Michinoku Pro. I don't think I have seen him on Michinoku Pro. I just gotta give you shit. But uh, but must... like in Mexico, if I've never seen him in Lucha, I've never I wouldn't remember Michinoku Pro. I, you really think I'm gonna remember like, Of course I do. The random names. Yes. The, the, they have some random Japanese dudes that I can't re- even remember. Uh, but like Rey Mysterio, I mean, dude, that was like a month long. Like, he even had a, a pay per view match with Juventud Guerrero and all those guys, I think. Like in 2001. Here, I'll, I'll Google search it. No, no, no. Uh, Wikipedia. After, after the podcast, these people don't want to hear us Google searching things. I'm, I'm not, you I, can no, keep I, talking. We're I, talking I about totally, Sobra. I totally uh, believe you, of course. <laughs> you know. No, you don't, Kurt. It's just, I remember, I remember, like, uh, I think it was toward. It was uh, when he was. You must have heard that interview, like like when he was in WCW. No, WWE. He was talking about how he still wanted to wrestle in the Rio Mexico. Oh, jeez, that's sad. Fourth fourth thing on Rey Mysterio's um, What's the that? the kills wrestler thing. God, oh, jeez, that's still. Oh, annoying. that's terrible. That's that's a, that's terrible. Dude, don't you have any opinion on funny. on Sombra? You could talk about. I Sombra have too. a lot of opinions on Sombra, but you know all the details. In fact, I have questions to ask. Well, ask them. Well, I can answer them while I'm well, searching. Stop playing with that stupid Amazon Kindle Fire. I don't which tell. You can get for forty nine ninety nine an Amazon Prime by click by clicking. On, they could go through the Amazon uh, ad on my website. That's right. So if you go to Lucha World, you can find. <laughs> This Amazon Fire that uh, Kindle that I am yelling at Fredo about. Um, you don't see. No, my my question about Sombra is okay. So we've heard the rumors for a bit, but how long was it kept under wraps? I'm guessing August or late July, probably. In this but people, game, because I'm guessing people must have like 
most people are mentioning October. Yeah. Like sometime in October when um, Conan mentioned it, mm-hmm. that he had heard them talk about it. And Dave had heard about that 10 scouts going to Mexico. And the only one they found was La Sombra. That they found that fit WWE was La Sombra. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I mean, yeah, I could understand he might. If you're looking for a specific wrestler yes. type, La Sombra. But if you're looking for talent... There are plenty of guys in, in Mexico you could actually... Yeah, but they're looking for... They're looking for a specific type. They which, never know what's going through yeah, their so, head when they want to push a Mexican wrestler. Yeah, so... Um, so, anyways... Uh, so then... What, what, oh, so then... Is, so then is, I, I, I'm guessing he must have known more or less back like in July or something. See, June, here's July. here's the thing. In this day and age... Because how weird, how weird did they, how quickly did they go to the mass match right away? Yes. Maybe he wasn't like, maybe he wasn't like, had, had reached an agreement with them, but I'm guessing he must have already like heard from them where they were interested. Something must have come along where they must have heard something from him. Because remember like back in September, I think Rob had asked him in Mexico if he was going to Japan and he said he wasn't for the tag league. And that's starting, yes. I think it's actually starting today. <laughs> it's like, so, um, so he still thought he was going to New Japan. So then everybody thought he was either going to, he was more or less mm-hmm. going. That was something that um, Chris Donner was mentioning that him and Steve Sims were debating. Steve thought he was going to New Japan. Yes. And Chris told him, no, it's WWE. And I think once you got that WWE thing, because New Japan, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, all these groups are great. Mm-hmm. But like, if WWE wants you, if they give you the money, and they and you still have never been in WWE, and that's a dream that you've always had, that's where you're going. Well, especially when you see that the only guys who like from Mexico, who really were huge stars, were like Rey Mysterio Jr., Alberto Del Rio. It's like if you could make it there, you could make it anywhere in their minds. Yeah, I'm back sure. to Rey, two thousand one, two thousand two. Okay. Area. Okay. Yeah. I have some video. I'll post it. Like okay, I, I actually would like yeah. to see it. Um, I wonder if, wonder if he's talking. Oh, you know what it is? He was wrestling without his mask too, so it might be like a. I think he was wrestling oh, without his mask. That's probably probably why you don't remember. Yeah, because because it was. They, I, I, I think I think WWE blurred out everybody's memories of him being unmasked. That's right. That's so right. They even did that thing on that, Tough that, Enough yeah. where he takes off his mask and they covered it up. Yes, yes, and everybody's <laughs> looking on a stump. Yeah, yeah. See his face. I like, think that's why you might have not remembered because nobody really brings it up that much. Exactly. Nobody like it's something that people. By the like, time he lost his mask, people stopped watching WWE. Yes, so, yes. Oh, yeah. He took it his it, mask it off. took a month. Really, I don't remember that. Yeah, because I remember because that was in between the. Because that was like Eddie Guerrero also was on the indie circuit at that time. Yes. Because it was in between when he got fired from WWE mm-hmm. that time period. And then he went back. I think Ray went before him or something like that. I don't remember gotcha. that. Gotcha. So much. I mean, it's like people ask me about something from 2011. I was like, when was that? That was four years ago? Really? I can't remember that. It freaks me out. Yeah. That's how it makes me feel old. It's yeah. All, all, you know. I'll be talking about like Sombra and I was like, that match happened in 2011. Holy shit. Four years ago? Yeah, four years it ago. It feels like three months <laughs> yes. ago. Yes. So back. Well, well then now, so this is. Seriously, in this day and age, that was a well-kept secret. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing was the way they booked them. Like, the way they booked them, you thought you thought something was up. The only thing that you something you knew, most of the people who knew about it kind of sensed that something was up. Mm-hmm. But it kept going on. It was like it, it kept going on. Whereas, like, after he lost his mask, everybody assumed, oh, that might be his couple of weeks. He's gone. But no, they waited till like he had, his last match was a main event match where Rush got to like give him his farewell from the promotion and a clean, without without clean them win. and still without them yes. saying it was his farewell. Like they still didn't yeah. say it was farewell. They were still talking like the way they talked. It was like 
I'm leaving. You know? Yeah, see, I, I, I could only make Cause even, know yeah, cause, cause know even that. Because even that, that day was the day that they aired the, 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 TV, um, mm-hmm. the TV show, aired that interview. And still, he was still saying he wasn't going. And then I think it was the, the Tuesday. I think it was this past Tuesday where he announced that he, was, he, was, mm-hmm. he had gone. Actually, it was Wednesday, wasn't it? I don't remember. That was this week. <laughs> <laughs> it was sometime this week. Oh, no. Two, that Monday or Tuesday, he posted a picture of his passport. Something oh. like that, and then I think yesterday. Yesterday he put the he put Thursday he posted the news. The WWE posted the news that he was going to to WWE. Well, I, I I I have to say for all the things that people say about CMLL, I don't know how much of this was Rush and Sombra, how much of this was the inner workings at CMLL, but this was paced beautifully if they knew what was going on. You know? Yeah. Like I mean, I'm sure even when he didn't know he was going, I mean, it, it sounds it, it, like he was trying to get the ball. It was rolling. funny because I, I saw uh, when when the news broke that he went to WWE, he had signed with WWE because they posted that picture and mm-hmm. everything. Um, I went on um, the Observer site and Brian Alvarez wrote that um, something Dr. Lucha had said on a podcast and I wrote, oh man, I hope Steve doesn't have to live out, live this, you know, live this um, off, but, yeah. you know, because you don't want a quote, somebody to remind you of that quote. But more or less, what he said was true. If he had stayed, if he had stayed in in CML, mm-hmm. it would have looked completely stupid that he had lost so many matches on his way out. No, that's true. That's uh, not not on his way out, but still staying in the promotion. You know, on his way out, it makes sense. Whereas if he stayed. Yes. But, you know, like I said, those guys can survive. Sombra, Rush, those guys could survive losses. Yeah, because you know, the their gimmick thing... is Their gimmick is not caring about losing, just humiliating people. So it's like. Oh, exactly. And, yeah. and I was even kind of thinking when people were talking about his losses and he might be leaving, part of me was thinking, or he might be getting some sort of title run or something like that, because yeah. that's an old school thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, where, they, where you get your butt kicked yeah. and you have the crown and people are chasing it because yeah. you kicked your butt before. Um,. Wow, I now, and it's weird because everybody like everybody like because of the way the Caristico le- left um, mm-hmm. AAA and then Alberto later, which we'll talk about next. Um, they kind of the way they left, they left the promotion completely, and the like they're yes. those like 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 scrambling for for like booking for booking plan- plans that they had to change. Um, Lineup changes that they've had to do, and AAA's still dealing with that because there's still more going on with oh, them. Yeah. Whereas CMLL, I mean, Rush, I mean, Sombra basically left, told them, and they were able to plan out stuff. Yeah, it looked like they were going through stuff really fast, with, especially with the the Rush Sombra stuff. And I'll be honest, I and I, even the Atlantis mass match. I thought that they were just scrambling to get a really hot event. Uh, yeah, towards like to some building to something like Yeah, rather than having one of those stupid uh I was just death imp- matches. I was just impressed. Like I was just impressed that they were like coming up with big good big yes. matches like I mean Volador versus Sombra, which I mean we've seen a bunch of times, but it was Day of the Dead mm-hmm. for an eye pay-per-view. And then Rush versus Sombra, I mean that just came out of nowhere and their match was really good. Yes, that was wonderful. Yeah. I, and I man the Atlantis versus Sombra. That is the most fun I had watching. His last three matches were great, and yeah. you throw in the the the, the match you said the, the Incredibles the Incredibles match. match. I love that four, match. Four really good matches on his way out, which was really impressive. Exactly. Yeah. I you know and again just the old man and me like the Incredibles match, the hair versus mask. It really reminded me of old school regional wrestling. Well, you know the the, the thing that I, I kind of. Got annoyed me right away was, was as soon as they announced that he signed with WWE mm-hmm. the first you always get the fans who immediately start oh he's gonna struggle like seeing Kara 
And it's like, dude, it's not the the first scene car, not the current one. Yes. Current one basically is he was never gonna be a star. No, he's got a job. He's got a job yeah. basically. He's not he's not a guy who's gonna be a, the other Sin Cara when he was Mystico, there's a huge difference between the two oh, guys. God, yeah. First of all, Sombra Sombra and, 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 and the first Mystic the first CML Mystico, when they were superstars in the promotion, Sombra was a superstar but he wasn't like the main guy. Mm-hmm. He was just part of the group, the stars in the promotion. Whereas when Mystico was the CMLL star, he was the promotion basically. Yep. He was the main guy. I mean, I mean him and per- it was really him, Pero, and um, well, really him and Pero. And then you had Doctor Wagner Jr. and some of the other guys underneath. But it was him and Pero that were the main yes. guys. And then so um, so you kind of understood that he came in to triple um, WW with a bit of an ego. Mm-hmm. He had di- a very diva qualities. Even in Mexico, whereas Sombra, you never heard that stuff about him being a diva. Yeah. And I mean, the other thing, the other thing when they compare them, don't get me wrong, Mystico, he can have good matches. Yes. But it's a style that he's basically, there's certain guys he could work with. Whereas Sombra, I mean, Sombra got a lot more, um, he, got to, he got more exposure to a variety of opponents. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the him versus Averno, it was him versus, versus um, all the guys in CMLL. But then he also got to work with Nakamura, Tanahashi, yes, all these guys from Japan. He's he's gotten to work with a lot of different like different styles, like a little more like a little more heavyweight based type of guys. Absolutely. Whereas, whereas Mystical worked more of a junior heavyweight group of guys. Junior heavyweight group, and uh, and then you look at WWE in that era too. WWE didn't have the level of talent that they had underneath that they have now for Sombra. I mean, right? Sombra is going to a pro- if he starts in NXT, he's got Devitt, Prince De- um, Prince Devitt, mm-hmm. um, who's yeah, his name is escaping me right now. <laughs> I escaping too. I oh, Finn Finn Balor Finn Balor Finn Balor, and um, they have Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. They have a couple of other guys that are in that in that era, and not just in NXT, but in um, in WWE. That and Sombra can adapt a little better than 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 um, Mystico. Mystico, could. and it sounds like Mystico didn't have a lot of drive to. It sounds like well, like you said, diva attitude. It sounded. Yeah. He kind of thought he was going to be the star just based off what he did. Exactly. exactly. Whereas Sombra kind of, he's willing to work for it. Yeah. And I'm wondering if somebody like that doesn't mean he's that doesn't mean he's going to succeed. Oh yeah, it doesn't. And I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering or fail, you know. Yeah, I'm wondering if the wrestlers there who are gunning for WWE, if they know what a huge challenge it is for somebody from Mexico to get over. I mean, well, they need to maybe, know. Maybe he's taking it as a challenge. Maybe he, maybe he's learning English too. I mean, he's yeah. he's a lot younger than so. I think he might be a, he might be like, because Mystico went what, in two thousand eight, sometime no two thousand eleven, two thousand eleven, two thousand eleven, yeah, two thousand eleven. Is when we're doing Slamistan. Yeah, we're doing yeah. Slamistan when he went, two thousand eleven. So he he had to be a few couple years older than what missed what um Sombra is. Because Sombra's 26 and... right now. Sombra's 26 right now. He's still at that age where he could still learn, like, English. Oh, yeah. I think people, people. I don't know, it, o- it always bugs me when people, like, say, you need to learn English. It's like, don't tell them now. Tell them when they're kids. Yes. Because the older yes. you are, you're not going to learn. Harder. It. It's harder. Yeah, it's harder. harder to learn. I mean, you can do it. You yeah, can you do can it. do it, but you, it takes a little more dedication and stuff like that to do. Hell, my dad started learning Italian when he was in his late 60s. And it's it's a harder it's thing. It's harder, than, yeah. he did it. Yeah. <laughs> he did it. You, but also, your dad's a physicist. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> I am not a physicist, and, and Kurt is not. A, Kurt, I don't Kurt, think I'll ever know Italian. Kurt, Kurt is doing a wrestling podcast. I'm a lucha libre <laughs> fan since ten years old, and my Spanish still sucks. So, um, yes, sucks. but but I, I think I think if 
if you're if you're a wrestler and you want like a luchador, a guy in Mexico wants to learn, if your goal is to be in WWE, it isn't learning at like twenty twenty five. It's learning when you're sixteen, mm-hmm. eighteen years old when you're still going to school. Like learn learn a second language, learn a third language. You want to learn Japanese, learn Japanese because that's another place where you're going to be able to get um, bookings and stuff. Yeah, like that. I, well, I I tell I tell anybody who's a parent, you know, it's easy to say when you're not a parent, but yeah. damn. Teach your kids languages. Yeah. More now than so ever. That's you, really that's the really more languages you know in any field. I think that's the only, that's the only thing that's really gonna like be a issue for Sombra. Because mm-hmm. I mean, even even if you learn English, you might not speak it well enough to like. But I think he has enough charisma. Like his without the mask, he really showed a lot more charisma as a heel. Yeah, I, I think he could pull it off. Like, it w- w- I, I think they should let him do Spanish promos, do the Ingobernables promos. Let him be Ingobernables. Cool. That'd be cool. And it, it amazes me that you know, I, I know this is like beating a dead horse, but there's guys who could get over who can't speak, and that's what the roles of managers are for. And they don't, they just don't use them anymore. Well, he doesn't even need a manager. He just needs to like just show them. There's ways to get guys over without. Well, for one thing. That mask was. They have had, the vignettes and stuff. The like mask that to do he that. had was the most nondescript, plain mask. And he still got over. He got over better than guys using total facial expressions. Yeah. That guy with body language alone. Yeah. Once he dropped over. his mask, how great did he look? He looked a lot. He a good-looking dude. That he kind of reminded me of Hector Garza a little bit, not facially or anything, but just like from the physique. And yes. The yes. other thing, like if you notice Sombra when he, I, I think when they did that tryout in, in 2011, mm-hmm. he was a really he was a lot thinner. A lot mm-hmm. leaner of a guy, and he's gotten a lot thicker over the years. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you kind of see that that's been his plan since 2011. Well, and also give, give CML out credit also for not like putting up lowering him in the car because remember Ejo had Fantasma, he was in that yes. tryout and he never got another shot in CML. Like they actually just buried that guy, which he would have been great. Now that you see what he's done in, in AAA and Lucha Underground, you think, man, that guy should that, they should have done more with him. Well, if all is as it appears, I gotta say, Somber is one of the smarter players because if he went out the, with this much advanced notification and had so many things planned out, it looks like maybe he knows he's got it, a, he's got a place there, basically. Exactly, exactly. He, he could always come back there. I mean, maybe he's aware of how hard it. Because I'm sure they've had to hear stories about how WWE wants to book like a Latino and they mess it up. I think they'll. I yeah, mean, with Sin Cara, I it worry was about it. His I worry too. about it because I think they kind of want to make some, some. Like they want the next guy to be Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Rey Mysterio's five three, and he and, yes. and that's not the guy that they want. They don't want the short because if you really wanted the next Rey Mysterio, you go after like a a Flamita, a yeah. Mascara Dorada. Somebody who's athletic who could get over on moves mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and these guys aren't that. These guys are more like Albert, they're more like Eddie Guerrero like types. Yes, like that's maybe what they want the next Eddie Guerrero more than the next Rey Mysterio. Because yeah. they're not really yeah, going well, after. They don't want. And even Eddie Guerrero wasn't that tall. He was five eight. He wasn't. No, he wasn't. Bad. He wasn't. But yeah, he was over. I yeah. mean, I mean, just thinking of the you know when he. Like right before he passed, just the respect Eddie Guerrero had of so many. I mean, one of yeah. Steve Austin's favorite wrestlers. Yeah. And uh, um, what's I gonna say? I don't know. Got to say something. Hurry up! I'm blanking out. It's been a long week. It's been a long several weeks, actually. <laughs> my mind don't, is don't fried. flake on me right now. I'm not flaking. Don't worry. But my mind is fried. Right. I will. Let's say go that. to. Let's go to the. 
Alberto, because I think you're kind of we're kind of done with. Yeah. Okay. Let me just. Sombra. Right before we go to no, that, no, before my Alberto. phone dies. Oh, you want to do the fan mail? Yeah. Oh, did you hear that? I put my phone close to the microphone and it made all sorts of weird feedback. What yeah, you're that? not supposed to do that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's what you messed up the last time when you remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm radioactive. Yeah. That's what's happening. That's what Meltzer does with No, nah, I just want to say, we actually have more fan mail. This is pretty cool. It says, hey, Kurt. Mark Anthony Bowden from near Raleigh, North Carolina. I enjoy your Lucha World podcasts. I especially like when you guys cover Lucha Underground AAA. I'm not much of a fan of CMLL. Well, I guess he better not listen to this show then. <laughs> we like you anyways, Mark. We do. We like you. <laughs> oh, no, but he says, but anyway, why so infrequent podcasts these days? Oh, I like this is the one you wanted it to, to read. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Wait for it. We need that's more. Why, well, that's why, that's why I got to tell people, if you're going to ask stuff about the podcast, ask Kurt, because I'm very, like, I don't really, like, I'm not, like, the nicest. That's why. <laughs> That's why I'm reading it because yes. you sent the email to me. For yeah, I know, I know. Send it to me. I, and I'm just reminding people to, to send it to Kurt. Yeah, actually, I would not. First of all, I would not read it. I would just delete it. Yes, I get very annoyed, like with the little stuff. So keep <laughs> for on. me, it just kind of rolls yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. It just rolls. Oh, it rolls off. off. I just, I just delete yeah. it. <clears throat> no, but no, no, no. I, here's oh, what he good. says: is, uh, but why so infrequent podcasts these days? Because we have jobs and. Sadly, that is true. I wish I didn't have to have a job. But he says, we need more Lucha podcasts, and you guys really have the best one. Well, because we're the only one. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. There are... uh, there are really, uh, you know, very few around. Anyway, I want to say thanks for your podcast. I enjoy them, but we need Fredo. <laughs> oh my God! Well, there's the Doctor Lucha one. This is very- a glowing. This yeah. is a guy thanking us upside down. Yeah, and, and you're just totally getting cranky on him. My God. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, but hey, Kurt, and like I told you, people end up liking me for some reason. I still don't know why. They do. They do. Hey. Uh, uh, Frito and the Freak through and through. But he says, uh, we need more of them at, at least every week or two, especially with Lucha Underground Season 2 starting to film. You guys need to cover it top to bottom, but no spoilers if possible. Okay, guys, coming up, here comes we're going to get every Lucha Underground. I hope they realize we live in Los Angeles. <laughs> we're more likely to get spoilers than, than Oh, those. yeah. But he says, thanks, man. Actually, I don't do spoilers, though. He says, thanks, man, Mark, Anthony Bowden, and... Uh, all kidding aside, thank you very, very much for the nice email and <laughs> nice email telling us to do more podcasts. Oh, Fredo. <laughs> oh, Fredo. Fredo! Do you guys realize how hard it is to get Kurt to do a podcast? Yeah, that's. What I want to give. Okay, I'm, I'm, just, wanna, I'm just being honest. I want to do full, full disclosure right here. Let, let me say this: the full reason, disclosure. And this, is the reason, this is the reason I say that when they tell me it's like because a lot of people will tell me how come you're not doing more podcasts like. <laughs> I try. I tell Kurt. I like. I've always told Kurt. Let's do it every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Your flex day, we would pick that day. Mm-hmm. Kurt's the one that doesn't have time yes. to do it, and I'm very. I'm not the type of person that's gonna be like, oh, yes. hurry up and do it. But Fredo, yeah, take it out on me, not on people who thank us for our <laughs> you know, podcast. Dude, My God, other, other people are gonna hear, hear. Oh Lord! Hey, I do this on other people's podcasts, so it's like. Let's well, know. maybe we should give Alfredo's email address so you can all write him and thank him, but do it very sarcastically, <laughs> sardonically. 
No, thank you, Mark. A lot. And thank you. I'm, I'm joking. I, I thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm and, joking. I, and, people, and the one thing Fredo did, says that is correct. Send the emails to me. Fredo gets way more emails than he needs to deal with. I get few emails, and I love getting. I get them. so well, if you if you write like them, I said, I said like I said when people start asking me to do the podcast more frequently, it's like it's kind of like I can't really give you an answer because it's not my yeah. yeah. So send the emails to me, and I will explain it. And yeah, I want Kurt, to do. Kurt doesn't want to quit his job. I mean, what do you guys want me to do? <laughs> Jeez, I do want to give full disclosure from my own mouth. Yeah, when we go on a long jag without a podcast, it is my doing, my schedule. It's like the Superboy podcast. We want to. I want to do that every other month. Month and Kurt doesn't want to because he has a job. Yeah, I know. I'm so selfish like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very. Yeah. Kurt's like Kurt's like got work and a wife. I mean, what's I up with that? <laughs> and she works harder than I do. Yeah. Right? She so so. I like to. Do, I go to my job, <laughs> earn what I can, then I go home. I try to take care of the house best I can because. Elena works a lot harder than I do. She's the breadwinner well, of like, family. And I she... always get people asking me, how come you guys do a podcast on a Friday? And it's like, well, guys, it's like, because CMLL is on, on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you guys know there's like, there's only so many days we could do a podcast. We don't really have a, <laughs> a schedule and stuff yeah. like that. But I want to say thanks for wanting us to do a podcast. Oh, no, I mean. That is awesome. I, I would do a podcast weekly if, if people wanted me to do one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't really like. I don't really know if people want to hear me do a podcast on my own. <laughs> like, I, you know, I gotta be honest. I would. I hate the thought of doing a podcast on my own. I just because it sounds I just like picture myself staring at the microphone. I you know. You know what? You know what it is. A lot of people think that we do the podcast over like on Skype. Like other yes. people do it, so yes. they think that we're doing it. Like when we did Slammenstein, we used to do it we over did it the over phone. Over the phone, yeah. But this is something that you have to come over to my house exactly. and we do it. And, exactly. and it's like it's not. We've actually even tried to do more podcasts where we do on road tri- road trips, mm-hmm. and those usually end up being failing miserably because we either like end up doing something else or like we have guests on that end up like being going doing rants on like indie shows, yes, and stuff like that. So yes, we, we exactly. kind of can't. We can't really like reveal that stuff. So exactly. oh, what we do God. is interviews. So. so Let's get to Alberto because I'm kind of. Yeah. But but another thanks and and Mark also was talking about the mass collection he's starting to amass. Uh, <laughs> but you didn't bring that up. <laughs> right, Fredo. Jeez. I thought. Oh my. I thought Lord. when you told me you had an email, I like, oh, it's a question. Like people are going to ask. Seriously, people like oh, they don't Fredo. ask me. Fredo, my. They want me God. to do a podcast. They send you an email. The only thing they ask you. Why can't you guys do more podcasts? Why not ask questions about like, hey, what do you but think is going you on? Realize with realize the reason they're whatever asking, happened to Fishman? But whatever happened to the Barrio Boys? Why is where's Billy Boy? If they asked whatever happened to Fishman, I would say stop listening to our show. We don't care what happened to Fishman. God damn it! He just had a um, a baby. A, no, an homenaje, a tribute show for him. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, like um, all, they took a picture of all the guys, and it was pretty cool. I that just thought cool. I would Actually, that was moving, even yes. though uh, I've heard stories about him. Um, I know, but he seemed really, he seemed very, I was like being like, I sometimes will be sarcastic on Twitter about some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And people took it all upset. Like the, oh, we'll talk about this when we get to the <laughs> part. There's another one. I'm serious, people. Like people think I get upset. It's because you guys get really annoyed, like get yeah. very like. Like I don't know. It's okay, but weird. Here, but but with this letter, Fredo, here's the point. No, the the letter this, I don't mind. Yeah, I, mean, I understand. The, the guy, the guy. No, I understand. The guy the wanted guy us to do it. Us. He said he loves our podcast. No, I know, I know. Or because what we. No, do. I know, I know. Yeah. But I, I'm explaining. <laughs> I'm explaining. We can't 
it's something that it's two people. It's not as easy to do. Like if you do it like Carl Stern style, there's a reason Carl Stern can do a podcast every week. Mm-hmm. It's just Carl Stern show with Carl Stern, and he knows how to. It's just no, and it's just that. him. Yeah, I, I. Now, if people want me to do that, I might. I would probably prefer to do that than write. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I like writing, but it's like I would. But then you know, if I do this, how come you're not writing? How come you're not updating your website more? How come you're not like doing this? I was like, yeah, I gotta work. You know, sorry. <laughs> we all gotta work. Yeah. That's what it. Well, okay. And I got. I, I will get to Alberto, but I do have to say, I got real. Okay, where I did get livid at some fans are people who pour a new one into Carl for not meeting their expectations on his July podcast. Remember how he had a different biography every day? Yeah. Like, but it was on weekends he took off, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because then that would be crazy crazy and this guy has been undergoing chemotherapy this guy still has to hold down a job and they were they were I mean brutally complaining about all the shortcomings and I it wasn't even my own podcast I was so pissed off <laughs> see I like these emails we get because they just want more of what yeah we yeah yeah but I I you know <laughs> I was just laughing because it was like, when you told me about the email, I was like, oh, this guy has like a question or, you know, he was going to say something, wanted us to talk about something specific. I was like, do more, I was like, because I get that a lot. I get that a lot on Twitter. That's all I Yeah, the only thing I'll pawn off on you, Fredo, is he said he wants more AAA. Oh, oh, there's another one. (laughs) Look at that. He read this email. You guys know why we don't talk more AAA, right? Who was the one that said he he was going to watch AAA after he talked after he heard a podcast with Conan? You know what, Fredo? You don't Kurt, even let me finish my watch thought. AAA. Remember when I said did, I'm going to pawn it off finish, on you? Did you finish the full season of Lucha Underground? What did I now? What did I just start to say, Fredo? Before you so politely interrupted me, <laughs> I said I'm pawning it off on Fredo. I'll let him watch AAA. Oh, okay. I'm not going to watch AAA. You're going to watch IWRG then. Hell no. You do watch it though. I want to. <laughs> you watch a couple of matches every once in a while. You know what you know what you know what you know what frustrates me about IWRG? Is I go to watch it and I love a lot of guys in there. I love the atmosphere. I love the little tiny arena. It reminds me of old school regional TV. Yeah. And you'll have some really good workers, but then they have these really long matches, they do a lot of working the crowd, and it's not working the crowd for any reason. It's like the promoter said, you have to go a half hour. Uh, and it looks almost like they're doing a real casual workout in the gym. <laughs> and that's not every match. No, I know, I know. So many matches. And some of them are good. So the rest of, some of the wrestlers are really, really good. It's just the whole... It's frustrating because it yeah. looks like there's so much potential there. But I have no idea what's going on in the booking committee. The well, Probably one booker telling everybody what to do in that one. But... Um, you know what I'm saying? It, it, yeah. It, I love the ambiance, but... It so you're going to watch IWRG and I'll watch AAA and we'll start doing more AAA. Okay, we'll do that. Okay. Deal. And Deal. We'll cover every promotion. You'll, Wait, you'll watch poor, the indie matches. Poor Mark Bowden, when he wrote that letter, I think he had no idea what a can of words I think he just... Like. I think he's he's kind of... He's kind of made it where you have to actually do stuff now. <laughs> you, actually, you actually have to watch. It ended up falling like, like just I'm like try to ending up getting you because I watch AAA. I know more or less about like like the Mike Bailey and guys like that showing up in, in AAA and stuff yeah, like I that. Don't. Willie Mack. Willie Mack's in AAA right now. I'm actually going to watch some and of that I'm stuff very happy. this I'm not weekend. I'm going to watch it. 
I know, see? And <laughs> I will. And it's yeah. like, you're not going to watch it. And that's why I tell him, tell you. But it's like, then you tell me. And it's like, dude, why do you, why do you bring that up? <laughs> Um, but, but here's the thing. This guy did not know the whole background. The, and we told him. He's not psychic. We told him in an angry, aggressive way. You have a fan and you I yell at, at the fan. Dude, I yell at everybody. Man, you were made for the business. Dude. I yell at everybody. Ask Stan Farron. Ask Dr. Lucha. I yell at everybody. It's like, no, that's a constant. <laughs> that's like a constant with me. I like yelling at people. So remember, if you're going to send emails, email to me, Liger, at L-Y-G-E-R at AOL.com and... A full hearty thank you to Mark Anthony Bowden and, and, and be prepared to get yelled at by Fredo. <laughs> yeah, and, but but I will say this: we are probably going to talk more about CMLL than AAA. Well, you know the other thing why we talk more about CMLL, and it's not mm-hmm. it's not just because of watching. See, AAA doesn't really do as much as CMLL does on a regular basis. I there's agree. C, there's there's between five and six shows. I mean, a lot more than that. what is there? There's Puebla, mm-hmm. the Friday show. Airs online. Mm-hmm. Then we get the we get the a, a repeat of what Friday aired on Azteca, and I get LATV, which sometimes it airs um, the Sunday show. We used to get the Tuesday show, so we were getting a lot more stuff. AAA. How often were we getting AAA? AAA doesn't air first of all in, in the U.S. So basically, the only person that you could get is from the Cubs fan. Mm-hmm. One show a month, basically two shows yes. a month, maybe, which cover the you know the 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 the, the Two tapings cover cover a month worth of, of shows. Lucha Underground hasn't been on, so it's like, what are we going to talk about Lucha Underground? Right, right. So like now that it's back and on, that's one where I am going to say full full heartedly, I've been sorely negligent because that was awesome TV, and yeah, I should have watched every. Dude, episode. I watched Shilanga Mass. We talked about it. I mean, mm-hmm. I do. We do try to talk about a lot of other stuff. Yeah, but it's hard because Triple A, like I said, Triple A is not yeah. as not as um. It's not as often. I, I and you know better than I do. But when I watch it. The guys are great workers. It's good. You're not. You're probably still thinking like the clusterfuck era. I, no, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm, you mean the triple main? Yeah, the, the tri- no, that, yeah, the triple. That and was also, a bummer. But I, I, and that's the other thing. Every single time we've had a, a they've had a pay per view and we watched, mm-hmm. it usually doesn't deliver. It hasn't delivered. That's true. It's, it, that's true. Been, they've been something bad has happened. Like for some reason. Well, I felt bad. bad for you the time there was that really cool Lucha show, Superboy's. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't go because the Triple Mania show. Now I'm like right there watching ten minutes of it, and it crapped out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, yeah. Mark Cole's going to listen to this and be like, he's going to be like, no, keep talking about CML. <laughs> 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 don't, don't talk about Triple A. <laughs> See, this is the other thing. We get some fans who don't like. Triple A and other fans yeah. going, and this is the thing. I actually like everything. I watch everything. Yeah. So it's really hard for me, like, split my time because I actually, I could not talk about CMLL and talk about like IWRG yeah. and indie wrestling, and I'd be fine now, with now it. Now my my take on Triple A it's skewed because I watch it so rarely. And by rarely, you mean never. <laughs> I watch it every other month, and, and I don't. I don't know. I don't find. I haven't watched it a lot. I don't lately, find the just, angles compelling. I don't. The wrestlers are great physically, but Jack okay. Jack Evans, Angelico, I think so rock. Yeah. But I feel like I'm watching the same show sometimes. Am I? Am, is that just because? Because you're probably biased. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Well, you know, it might be just because it's the same. It's a similar yeah. style. And it could be apples and oranges too. Yeah. I love the old school feel of CMLL. I love people the, have preferences. People have yeah. preferences. It's apples like 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 it's hard. It's hard. Like as a lucha fan, as me being a long time lucha fan. And dealing with, and it's not just because this guy wrote that. He's like, it's not just him. Like, it's from my tape trading and all that stuff. 
Yeah. I've always dealt with a lot of people where they're like, why don't you do more of this? Why don't you do more of that? And it's like, no, I like a lot of this other stuff too. Like, I actually like New Japan. I like all this other mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like, you can't really focus on one thing because not everybody likes that one thing. Well, and there's so much out there to choose from. Yeah. So you it's know, like. You could literally do a podcast on. Um, you could you could have three different podcasts on Lucha alone and have them all covered. Yeah, yeah. Things. I mean, people want that. I could do that there. if people want me to do that. An hour each. You, I'll do the CML podcast with you for an hour. There you go. I'll do a AAA podcast. I'll, I'll, I'll learn how to do Skype. Call Rob. <laughs> <laughs> call um, Robbie Hari for those wondering. Um, call him and have him do the AAA hour. But you know, I, I, and then do the indie talk with some <laughs> some whoever has the indie knows about indie wants to talk about indie wrestling, which I'm sure would probably be like 10 people who actually (laughs) I'm sure there'd be more people listening to that but it's like but it's like there's a lot of stuff to talk about it's just some weeks there's more some weeks there's not as much this week there's gonna be a lot of AAA he got he looked out I feel bad now (laughs) (laughs) and with with that I think it is time to for the Alberto Alberto and I know I know a lot of this is old news at this This point this one this one was a surprise I mean this one was a bigger... I thought this was a bigger surprise than um, Sombra, because Sombra, the way he was booked, you kind of had a hint that there was something going up, yeah. going on, whereas Alberto just, like, suddenly, like, he was in, he showed up in WWE. I, and, and you know what? I heard some rumors. There were rumors. Yeah, there were rumors. But I just thought it sounded so far-fetched, I didn't buy any of it. And then it's so weird, they didn't even get him to drop the belt. I thought yes. that was, like, the shitty... Like, even worse than Caristico when he left. Mystico, uh, for those... Yeah. Oh, actually, for those who... Maybe... I don't even know if, what his name was when, when the last podcast Mystic we did. 2. 0 Mystic 2.0 Mystic 2.0. For those for those who haven't heard the, la- the last... Since the last podcast, maybe haven't been following Lucha. Mm-hmm. Mystic 2.0 is now Caristico. <laughs> I was going to ask about that. Now, is that like... Remember how Gato Ever Ready... It's basically Sin Cara combined with Mystico. Yeah. Okay, Caristico. but remember how Gato Ever Ready was, like, a sponsor for Ever Ready batteries? Yeah. Is he like a sponsor for Crisco oil? I mean, Caristico sounds more like a, a cooking oil. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I mean, Caristico <laughs> yes. is better than Mystic 2.0. 2.0 or Mr. Z's. Or... Yeah, Mr. Z's was easily the worst one. <laughs> How about Mystic Disease? Mystic Disease. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to come up with it. We should get an indie guy to like, I like that. Mystic Disease. Mystic Disease. Incredibly strange wrestling yes, is returning, Mystic, folks. Mystic Disease. And we'll try to we'll spell it. Ms. Ms. M-Y-Z. Yes. Tick. Yes, T-I-C. Yes. And then Diz. Diz with a, a Z. Because they have to have Z's in there. Disease. Like E and then Z and all oh, that. Oh, this there. is going to be awesome. Um, yeah. So when Alberto left, that, I mean... He basically told the AAA 24 hours before he showed up on um, somewhere between 24 hours, a 24-hour window from him showing up in Hell in a Cell, which I just think was like the shittiest thing for him to do. And it sounds like he did it with a charming smile and his fingers crossed. Yeah, because they're, like, yeah. they're all like, oh, we still think he's a good guy and we hope to have him come back. And it's so funny. And they you, thought he was going to drop the you had all these guys. You had all these guys saying, oh, he'll come back, like like Dorian, Conan. Um, Dave Meltzer still thought that. And I'm like... He's not going back. Um, Chris Delner and I kept saying, he's not going back. WWE yeah. isn't going to let him go back. What no. are you guys crazy? Look at WWE's history. They never, they weren't going to let him go back. This was the promotion that wanted Harley Race to uh, ditch the bell, you know, bell. You, you know, I would think, I would bet WWE would be more willing to work something out with CMLL than they would with AAA. Just because of the people involved in AAA. Probably. I think right now where they would let Alberto finish, they would have let Sombra come back and finish whatever last show he had. 
and that might have happened because he left so soon. I mean, yeah, that might have happened with with Somber for I mean, all we I know. know. He said nothing was signed, but I yeah, I'm guessing he must have. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm guessing he must have known the week that he left to around the time he planned the the match with Roll with Rush. Yeah, because because I, I know because I know Conan's dealings with WWE were static. You yeah, know, yeah. Some, I don't know if bad blood's the right word, but. Conan talks about oh actually that's Conan's a lucha kind of podcast so there is that's true yeah I bet you triple A you know what I bet you there's some lucha podcasts we don't know about because there's a podcast for everything yeah yeah I mean come on I was just joking about us being the only one (laughs) (laughs) there's actually um, Cubs fan does one one every he does it less frequently than we do so why are they why are people complaining about us Because they I, want, yeah, because you know, somebody actually suggested we all get, just do one podcast together. I was like, yeah, you know, these oh, guys it'd be six hours. Yeah, these guys. Chris is in the That's East funny. Coast. Chris is in the East Coast. Cubs is in the Midwest. C- Rob is in Canada. Doctor Lucha's who knows in Vegas and or you in know San what Diego. Would happen if I got in on it? You just talk over everybody. I talk over everybody, <laughs> and I do it in slam and stand style, yeah. where I did my old stoner uh, self, you know. Yeah. Just, uh, and we'd all be like, just just wondering what's going on with you. And our, and guys would be asking me, "Is Kurt okay?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, he's fine." <laughs> <laughs> that, I take like, that as a compliment, yeah. actually. Well, it's just 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 with slam and stand, you know. Uh, everybody wanted to go into what happened at Raw. Yeah, and, and it's like we just said we didn't watch it because <laughs> I wasn't watching it that much. Back I then. didn't watch it, and also one now of the I things, do. One of the things is not as much is now. we wanted to stray from that because every podcast talked about what yeah. happened on Raw, and and it's just like no, let's talk about anything else. So I bring up movies like Swamp Girl and Furlan Husky. I watch Puebla now, so I don't watch yes. that. So with Alberto, I mean that just seemed he didn't drop the belt. So then now they all of a sudden they got into the situation where they don't have a champion. When they finally found when they finally revealed what happened, like when Dorian finally said what ha- what that he wasn't coming back, they decided to vacate the title. They were going to have a tournament. Agera de Titanes ends up happening. They're just going to have Rey Mysterio versus Johnny Mundo. But now here's the other problem. Rey Mysterio started talking about maybe like it's not that he said he wants to go. Yes, yes. He just keeps saying that he would be open to going back. If he gets a limit, a, a lighter schedule, so it's like if that's all it is, WWE can get him. And, and if this, were, okay, if this was six months ago and Rey Mysterio said that, I wouldn't have thought about it. But after all these jumps, yeah, yeah, it's make me thinking. Oh, did he already sign his John Doe on the signature? Yeah, so it's like it's just one of the. It's weird because when Alberto left, people were like, "Oh, maybe it's like because Caristico had left, and it's like, oh, maybe they're all leaving." And, and I was like, "Yeah, you know." They could survive Alberto and and Mr. and Caristico leaving because it's like they still have Ray and they have a lot of. I mean, Triple A when when Pena went that that nineteen ninety eight ninety nine period when he had Cibernetico feuding with Tiger or Tiger or that Tiger um, Tiger what's Jeep his name? No, not Tiger. <laughs> oh my God, the dude from Texas. I can't or some part in, in the in the Southwest. Some some tall white guy. Yeah, I can't remember. Tall white guy. Yeah, he was. Tall he, white guy. he just threw tortillas and stuff. Um, I think it was Tiger Steel. It might have been Tiger yeah. Steel. Just the cheap heat thing. Where yeah, yeah, American just cheap heat. Couldn't even cut a promo. His one promo was was um, was saying shit. That was like one of his one of his only promos, and I guess that was the reason they did his one promo because he, he dropped the he dropped he said shit. Yeah, and it was like I guess they thought hey that's a they probably figured hey that's a bad word <laughs> we know that that's, that's a, a bad word. word yeah you can so, throw tortillas and say yeah you, but you can't say you can't say shit <laughs> so. Um, they headlined with Cibernético. They had Electroshock he- headline at one point. La Parca has headlined for them. So they've headlined with really low, like weak, weaker talent. And now they actually have talent that can actually deliver matches. All they need is like to like build them up. Mm-hmm. 
So I thought... Well, that's the thing. They don't. That's the other problem. There they, isn't going to be another Rey Mysterio because they're just grabbing old Rey Mysterio. And then they don't Alberto elevate the next guy. They're not yes. elevated. They, they had Alberto. They didn't elevate anybody. Plus, Alberto wasn't going to be that easy to... He's kind of got that diva attitude also. Well, and this is... Okay, this is what... Rey. They got Rey. They got to figure out a way to get Rey to put over Pentagon Jr. as a heel. Before he leaves. Before he leaves. Yes. You know, let him do that. And Rey would do it. That's the other thing. Oh, Ray no, would do would. it. He would do it, and he would do it like a, a pro, like a champ, make him into like a, a legitimate badass, and like they haven't done that because it's and, Cohen, the philosophy in lucha and, and wrestling basically is that guys have to pay their dues to the point where they to the to reach that next level. You know, like the three years to become a star yeah, and stuff but like they that. Pay the dues, and but that doesn't work. It's like man. some guys just have it. Some guys just have it. You yeah, go with it. If if it ends right away, well, you go. You find the next guy. You know. You make exactly. money. You got to make money with the guy. It, it, yeah. It, what, it, the thing with Del Rio is, it seems to me like in I, in, in ring work. Okay, in ring work, he fit in Triple H. He fit in Lucha, but like, and he started doing um the the foot stomp that um Dragon Lee does. Yes, the corner foot stomp, the Tree of Woe foot stomp, mm-hmm. and. It looked fine in 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 like Lucha Underground and Triple A because he's got guys who are like a little more, who can do that. Yes. But then when he does it in WWE, he's so much bigger than her. Like he, it looks awkward. Like I think he did it against. I saw the one he did with Callisto, and it just looked like he practically killed the guy. Wow. <laughs> but I think he kind of might have done well, it. Well, then they should sell it like the guy was. Killed. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, I mean kill it like he looked. Like it looked like you really, really stiff. Like really bad. Like it just looked mm, bad. Oh, yeah. not good. Yeah. Well, but. It seems like in ring he's more like his Papa Dos Caras, but it sounds like his attitude wise he seems more like Mil Mil Mosker. Yeah. his Uncle Mill. The you know, you know when I knew he was going to WWE when he started complaining about indie, like the not being able to get first class. Yes, first yes, class. I was like, that's oh, when I thought Mill Yeah, and that's that's when Chris Donner started saying he's going back to WWE. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah, I think he might be. The one, the only positive thing I'll say about that, and yeah, I do think his dealings are shitty. He didn't even thank AAA. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you see Sombra? Sombra thanked um, CML. He thanked Paco Alonso, and he made sure like to thank every single guy in, mm-hmm. in the promotion. Mm-hmm. Like whoever tweeted him, he's like, "Thank you." I gotta say, Sombra is like way up there on my pedestal as far yeah. as people handling things professionally. Yeah. There are more people like that in the biz. Yeah. You know? But with Del Rio, the only positive thing I'll say is, I think sometimes he's just pulling shit, but at other times, it sounds like he's. I think he's a smooth talker. He's a oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, very smooth talker. And yeah. uh, I heard Uncle Mill can be very charming. Uh, but it does sound like he's kind of calling promoters out on their shit sometimes when they try to. Sp- well, the one from Germany was like it was his, not him, but the third person, the third party involved. Okay, I got think it. kind of screwed got it up, and I, yeah. I think he kind of they the the promoter promotion over there kind of got pissed at Alberto because Alberto finger point at them when it was actually the guy they were dealing with gotcha. that was gotcha. his fault yeah. more than that well because I remember Ernie Ladd got a lot of heat and then Ernie Ladd was kind of like Del Rio and he, he could be a kind of a jerk but at the same time he also sometimes was standing up for promoters saying oh yeah we'll take care of this that and the other thing and then when you arrive at the arena oh we weren't able to come through on this part but you know yeah but that's not saying that I give him a thumbs up on the way he left AAA. That wasn't cool, but he's, yeah. but you're right. I think his charm's gonna charm's yeah, gonna take him far. He's, he's, he's gonna serve. It's already taken. Yeah, him he's in, he's got a lot more money from WWE. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So then that that happened, and I mean, I thought like I was saying about AAA, I thought yeah, they'll survive. And then the other one that came out, what was it? 
two weeks ago, Cibernetico decided and to leave. The only reason that shocked me is I... Because you don't really see him as a yeah. landing spot in CMLL. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 that's the one I thought was... And it's not CMLL. He's not in CMLL. He doesn't have a contract with CMLL. He has a contract with the elite people. The Lucha Libre Elite promotion that's running CMLL. What's happening with Lucha Libre Elite and CMLL, are, they're still saying they're separate because Lucha Libre Elite has a money mark behind them. Right. The guy running it is Carlo Colina, uh, who, who's who's a, a, an announcer. Mm-hmm. He's done IWRG announcing. He's done TV. He's done a lot of wrestling announcing. Um, he, um, They kind of still keep it separate, but lately, like when even when they were still running early on, it was always Elite separate mm-hmm. they never really mentioned and cml wouldn't put their name on it well now if you notice it it says cmll and elite, elite represent domingo's elite oh. sundays elite sundays well one just the fact that they were running on cml's territory so yeah they're buildings too so it's like yeah they're, yeah that, that, they're getting money so i think they're the conan said he thought paco had some involvement i, I think there, so. i, mean, the I first, think there is the i mean first just thing i thought was so so the thing with cybernetico what happened was um we right we were watching the puebla show and right after the puebla i think it was after the puebla show um cups fan um noticed noticed that um cml had posted the lineup for the elite show on that following sunday and it happened to have cybernetico Chessman and a surprise luchador. Cybernetico mm-hmm. Chessman. You really don't think I would never in my wildest dreams would I ever thought they would be on the CML.com website. Like just yeah, even like yeah. so so then we saw that and we're like, holy shit, they were gonna bring them in. They changed they 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 they, they covered that up, mm-hmm. changed it, then they added a festo and Mephisto and had a luchador sorpresa, so everybody assumed it was Cybernetico. Mm-hmm. So then the rumors came out that Averno was gonna be the third guy leaving. So then everybody just assumed maybe it's Averno reuniting with uh, with Mephisto and Efesto. So they asked Mephisto and Efesto after a match. Mm-hmm. Actually, Efesto was the one. They asked them if they thought what they thought what they had heard about Elite, and they said we've just heard what they what the, you guys know. And they're like, "What are your thoughts of Cibernetico? Like, oh, he's a good wrestler. We'll we'll team with him, whatever." And it's like Averno is like, "Hey, that'd be a great reunion." So um, they kept quiet until finally they revealed the the following lineup was. Actually, no, they didn't reveal the... They just kept Luchador Surpresa. Day of the show, everybody's expecting Cibernetico. It ends up being Black Warrior in the match. Ah, Black okay. Warrior was a surprise Luchador. Now, for those who don't know, Black Warrior is one of the guys at um, Caristico, one of his preferred opponents. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's Black Warrior and Averno are like his top two preferred, prefer, preferred opponents that aren't in CMLL. So, hence the rumors about Averno... Yeah, Averno. So, oh, okay. I didn't so know then, that. I didn't realize. So that. then, Cibernetico. So the match happens. Okay, match. The real, the really good match. It's on. It's a handheld. The really good match. There's a good match um, undercard, a technicals match. That's Angel de Oro teaming. Um, ha- he has his group. Mm-hmm. It's Angel de Oro, Argo, Argos, and um, Golden Magic. Golden Magic is a pretty good uh, indie worker. Mm-hmm. Should be in. I've actually should, seen him. Yeah. I like him. I if like he, him. IWRG, I think you might have seen him on there. Mm-hmm. And um, he's he's a guy who's currently getting a lot of heat because um, he won a mask by um, some mistake that happened off a cage. The other guy. Yeah. What? They had a cage match. Uh-huh. And the guy who, the last two guys, they were supposed to like struggle off the cage. Mm-hmm. The guy who lost was supposed to lose, I think. Yeah. But the problem was the guy slipped, slipped instead of um, something happened where he like he, he lost like, his footing and he yeah. Oh my god! And it looked like a like it looked so like 
people were so pissed at the, 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 the end of it that they started calling Golden Magic Golden fra- Fraude. Poor guy, it wasn't his fault. <laughs> I think there's something more. I, I haven't, I haven't, oh, wa- I haven't, wa- I, I haven't watched it since it happened. So I would have to watch it again just to remember the whole thing. But it was like he came off where it, like everybody was blaming him. So, um, but he's really good. They faced on um, Ray Cometa. Um, God, I'm not. I'm gonna go. I'm blanking on it. Oh, Titan. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't You're remember. Turning into me. Yeah, I can't <laughs> remember. Well, it's not that. It's just I, <laughs> like this guy said. If I, we did it weekly, I would remember. <laughs> <laughs> Because I would actually do the, I would have that would be one of the news features. And again, I'm going to say it one more time. It's my fault. Yeah. So um, it is my fault. So um, they had a really good match. So basically, go back to the main event. Um, the main event was all right. It ends. Caristico and the guy. And Caristico is teaming up with Negro Casas and um, Valiente. They're celebrating, and as they mm-hmm. celebrate, who comes through the crowd? Cibernetico, and he attacks oh, Caristico, and then he cuts a promo on them. And like all the people are booing him, and then he does the C, Ver, Netico, and all the fans are, are do the, the, the phrase, name him, do his name, yell out his name also. No way. The same way. So even though they're booing him, they're still like doing the whole thing. So now he's an elite. He's, um, he's basically there to feud with Caristico, but he's already said he's going to feud with like some of the other mm-hmm. CML guys. Like, he's already called out Rush, Terrible, Mac. Um, he kind of wants to be the. His goal is to at some point be the CML World Heavyweight Champion because he wants to be the first guy to win. I don't know if he's the first guy, but that's just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. To be the AAA, UWA, and CML World Champion. Ah. He said that's kind of like his goal because they were asking about mask and hair, and well, he's like, he's like, he wants line. to make that storyline. He's really a smart guy. Like of all the guys in wrestling, he doesn't look like he like. If you look at him, Russell, you would think he has no interest in wrestling because mm-hmm. I mean he can't really work. <laughs> But he really, like, when he talks about wrestling, he really, like, talks about the history. Like, he, like, really talks about stuff. I remember he did this um, Tercera Caída interview mm-hmm. where um, he it was when Charlie Manson, remember when he was in CML Arbica? Yes, yes. And he was on the show, and they were asking Charlie Manson had just jumped back to AAA, and he had just spent a month in CML, and they were asking him, and he, I think he spent, like, six weeks in CML, and they were asking Charlie Manson about his thoughts in CML. He's like, ah, eh, I thought it was okay. I really didn't do that much. And Cibernetico just looks at him and is like, what do you mean you didn't do too much? You got to work in Arena, Mexico. You got to team up with this guy. And you even beat Negro Casas in a hair match. He's like, you did way more than you, you're giving yourself credit. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, this that's guy cool. Did. Yeah, so that I was like, so very, cool. I was really impressed. So he comes in. <laughs> he, he did, he basically did, he's, what he basically was asked, he was asked if he thought more guys were going to leave AAA. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, and he kind of insinuated that there's an ego. I don't know if he was saying it was an ego that each wrestler has, or, or if he meant a specific, specific ego, power, somebody that has an ego that can't really like see what's going on. Because mm-hmm. he said there's a lot of guys who aren't happy. Mm-hmm. So he kind of hinted that there's going to be more guys leaving, and Averno's already on posters. He's already he wow. he was on a poster for uh, um, December eighth where he's teaming up with Cibernetico versus Caristico and um, Ray Horace. Wow! And so wow. We're, and that's after um, um, Guerra de Titanes. <laughs> this also going to lead to the Guerra de Titanes mess mm-hmm. right now. So um, so then they asked Terrible on um, Informa this past Wednesday about Cibernetico calling him out, yeah. and Terrible is one of those guys who doesn't mind speaking his opinion like mm-hmm. like. And he's like, and he he does his he does he has the evil laugh uh-huh. down pat. Was he laughs, love? he laughs, and he's like he's like, who cares what that guy what that guy thinks? He's like he's like, let let me let 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 us see what he could. He's like here we wrestle. He's like let's see what he could do. And I, I'm you know 
this is fine when they say here we wrestle, but when you have a promotion that has Thunder, Pierrot, <laughs> Canelo Casas, you're kind of and and some of the women yeah. in the promotion, it's like you're kind of diminishing that whole like yeah. thing about being able to be a wrestler. But I wonder. But I wonder. But it's great for storyline. Yeah, well, I was gonna say because isn't isn't that because that's the, the reps of your net and that's also the rep Triple A versus yes yes that, that in Triple A they don't really wrestle. Yeah, that one's thing. traditional, one's like the light show. Yeah, trying to be like a a, a carnival yes, to them it's a carnival. Yes. So um. They um he's like he's like um he's like I'm he and then he said this this was a great one he said he said you know I don't know how that guy can call himself a wrestler when he can't even wrestle <laughs> and he oh starts laughing and, oh. and that, that was like and I'm thinking man this is I don't care like if he can't wrestle but Cibernetico facing off with Rush is going to be money oh god yeah like even if they just build it up like they don't have, they let it build up like just him attacking from behind you know just running in on him either one of them running in on each other and like building it up not really having matches maybe just trios matches where they barely see each other like what they did in that um, Relevos Increíbles match in fact, that, use that formula in fact that's something I'd like, I'd like to mention because I know there's a lot of people who watch that because uh, I think Rush right now versus anybody is going to draw a, a pretty entertaining Rush could slap a headlock on somebody and do nothing but the headlock and make it work yeah, that guy just oozes charisma. But he wants. He's that. a great. No, he's a great worker. But he could he could get away with. And I think doing Cibre- almost nothing. I think cybernetico. No, what what Rush does, where he's just very like chops them, punches yes. them, headbutts them. That's something that can work with cybernetico. Yes, I mean, exactly. Cybernetico is not a guy who's going to be able to do dives and well, shit and, like that. And, and, you know, and here's the thing: because I went, I went from being a kid who loved good guys versus bad guys to a young adult who, when I started seeing people like Dynamite Kid and Tiger Mask. I wanted to see athleticism, badass. And then as the years went by and I see all these guys like old and bitter and barely able to walk. Yeah. Uh, and and a lot of these guys... I always had like a varied like what I'm, I like. I'm kind of a hybrid right now. I'm, I'm, but when I was a kid, I was like, I like Missing Link for some reason. He was, in hor- he was horrible. Well, same here when I was a kid. I, I thought Kamala was kind of weird and I, but I, I always liked... Why, I, it wasn't like... Oh, here comes Kamala, you know, because I wasn't smart. You know, when you're a kid, you're not really smart to the business. And, and that's what's funny. Because you're, you're looking at so holy shit. Like, I, Abdullah the Butcher used to scare the shit out of me, like, because I thought, man. Ernie Ladd scared yeah. me. Ernie Ladd, because he, here was this guy who was six foot nine, taking guys who were 5'10 and jabbing them in the throat with his taped thumb. Yeah. And they spit up blood. That was scary. And see, that's what I think some people lose sight of is it's, it's, it's not just the athleticism, it is. The, enter- the, 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 the theater, the entertainment. Yeah, and I think it. some people, it's, I, I've said this a hundred times before, people lose their sense of fun. They want five-star matches. They want, they want the, the, the point I make about the Increables match is, I bet you there's a lot of fans would say, oh, that was like three stars. They didn't really do this, that, and the other thing. They told a story better than, than a lot of guys could. And, well, with you know Super, what I mean? With Supernetico, the other thing is that, like, when you talk, when you talk about, like, guys who can't wrestle, I mean, there's a difference between Thunder, Pierrot, and exactly. Supernetico. Supernetico can talk, and he can actually, like, he can actually, like, deliver, like, facially. He can actually, like, ex- people will get in on him. He knows yes. how to get, draw heat. Whereas these other guys, Thunder, what does he do? He just walks around and, like, does one well, he, He's clueless. And he's clueless in the ring. I mean, he's horrible. And Kurt, you haven't apologized for the for last podcast. Your comments on Thunder. I'd like you to apologize now. I thought I already did. You should do it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> okay, folks, see what I have to put up with all the time. Uh, uh, Frito. Uh, we got to come up with the name of Frito. Um, the, the, the thing with Super Nike. I, 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 okay, I do want to say. He has a cool look were, to him, too. Like You that. were more than right, and I have to say. And it was funny, because I, I think that, that Monday he did uh, Puebla. Wasn't that where he like 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 he like did a spot where he just rolled down, fell down or something? I was well, like, oh, okay, shit. I saw him. Was it last Friday? The Friday before? I was tweeting about it. Yeah. I and he had a match that day, right? Or something? It was a, it was a six man, and he was even there. And I do want to repeat because that's when you finally told me, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. The only the only thing the only thing that. Uh, that he could do that he couldn't do when he started is I've seen him do a plancha and I don't think the guy died when he did the plancha on somebody. He Not- did the plancha when he first started. Did he really? Yeah, because oh, wow. I remember Alexis when he told me he was athletic. Now, he told me he could do that. And I, I was going to say the few times I wouldn't say he looked good but it looked like something worked was when he's with Ultimo Guerrero and this is Ultimo Guerrero's project. Yeah. I didn't. But you know the weird thing is now Ultimo Guerrero kind of I think he had that injury and he kind of looks a little like slower right now. Have you noticed? Have you noticed? He kind of looks a little more. Yeah, uh, honestly, I didn't know yeah, that. But he yeah, he kind of looks like. Do, a, do you think that's the? Uh, no, I think it's just because he's coming back from an injury, wow, so it's probably wow. like. I I mean I get maybe he likes a challenge because it sounds like he's he's the one that has to work with Thunder too, so it's like there's not much you can do. I mean. I'm, but what little he's, he's, like, he's the one that's stupid at continuing to do it. <laughs> he could like always say, you know what, this guy's not that good, you know. I, Okay, here's where here's when I freaking lost, and I don't lose it when a wrestler's bad. My my thing is, no matter how bad he is, if he's getting over, and he's not hurting the other wrestlers, it doesn't bug me. It, okay, it's like I only saw him wrestle once, but uh, Boogaloo Tom Shaft, who uh, was a uh, a guy who worked mostly Missouri, Mississippi, not Missouri, Mississippi. Is it like in Central States? Central States. Stuff like uh, that. Yeah, I, I, everything I remember. So I see uh, Sometimes with Ernie Ladd, Tom Jones. Um, I saw him once for Anton Lerner's promotion in 82. Uh, his punches were horrible. The ironic part was he was a legit contender, a pro boxing contender, and could have put somebody's lights out. But he didn't stiff people, but his punches looked so horrible but man, he was so over. The fans loved him. Uh-huh. And on top of that, he was. Uh, uh, we gave him a ride to L.A., and he was like one of the nicest people you would ever meet. Really? So he didn't hurt his opponents. His wrestling was terrible, but the people just dug him. So if you can draw and you suck, as long as you're not hurting somebody, just. But, but Thunder, am I wrong? He's not over, right? No. Nobody cares. Okay, when I lost it. Plus, he kind of acts sometimes like even like an. I don't think I don't I don't know him personally, so I don't know what he's like. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes he kind of like says the wrong stuff. Sometimes, so it's like you kind of. It's well, hard to get a sense from him. Where I lost it, I mean, it's the language barrier too. Because exactly, I mean, these guys are asking ask him in Spanish. You don't really get a feel from a guy who's just the only English, the only Spanish he knows is culeros and. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's going to be awful. Tu madre. No matter so, what he yeah. does, it's going to be awful. Because I mean, how could, how is it possible? Alec Park gets um gets take taken gets removed from their their shows, and Thunder. That's basically the only word he says on every single one of their CML informas. Amazing. Which I mean, Amazing. well, here's where I lost it. Like I just, like I said, I wrong person it. heard it. I just lost it when. Okay, all three opponents. I can't remember who besides Ultimo Guerrero it was. But they all take him outside the ring, and they're going—they're going to go like ram him into the post, 
and he's walking like an old man going for a walk, rather than <laughs> running into the post. Wait, can And that's the thing when they tell me when when they told me it was he told me it was fat, um, athletic, big and athletic. He's but big, that, and he is athletic for a big guy, like doing mm-hmm. a dive and stuff like that. That's athletic. Yeah. But he doesn't move like an he doesn't move like an athlete because he's like I like how this show always ends up. Being, I'm surprised nobody's brought up how this show always ends up being like a, a, a ten minute segment on Thunder. Have you noticed that every single You're week? I think right. we've had a segment right. where we're just it's, complaining it's, about Thunder. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Next email we get. Stop talking about Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one part where I I want to wholly apologize to you is forgetting that you're the one who wrote that great Ruby Reina article. Oh, you already did that like a long time ago. But I owe you another apology for that one because that was such a fucking awesome article and to think it was Melser instead of you remembering it. Uh-huh. Like once I read it over, I'm like, holy shit, how could I have actually... <laughs> but that's okay. That's you... something I think you should repost because that was... It's already on the website, so... You should post it again. It's so already when, posted. When, so when they go to Lucha World, it's the first thing they see. Because that was a good article, seriously. Mm. But back to Thunder. We'll do <laughs> the 20 more minutes on Thunder. From Rudy Reyna, one of the best exoticos in history, to the, to the worst the... wrestler um, on the planet. So back to Cibernetico. Let's yep. go back to Cibernetico. Um, everybody's already like talking about... like I, I mean, people are actually... I, I, I've had people say that they kind of... They're kind of interested in seeing Rush versus Cibernetico. I, I'm and I agree. Up. I'm way up for it. I agree, but I mean, I'm just like really worried because Cibernetico, he left on bad terms. He actually said he... Oh, the, the other part of the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, Trip, AAA then posted that they actually have a legal um, contract. They have a contract with him. I don't, was Cibernetico? Was Cibernetico? I think Conan was the one that might have said that. That they have a con- and that they were going to sue him. And so... Cibernetico was asking, he's like, he's like, well, they did tell me this. He's like, they did tell me this, but he said, I asked them, where's the contract to show me the contract? He's like, they haven't shown it to me. I appeared, they told me I had a contract, so that means I had to go to these shows mm-hmm. to uh, finish my obligation with them. How come they pulled me off these shows if I'd had a contract? And isn't it a similar tone? I mean, it was a little more repressed, but with uh, Mystico, was it? With Caristico, there wasn't, because Caristico said there was no contract. And there was no contract. Yeah. That's what's so hilarious. Wait, here's the weird thing. This is AAA. You'd think they would think of that. Well, you know... This isn't an old school well, you, regional. Where- well, you know, it's like it's like when you hear TNA, like, even TNA, like, they'll have, like, somebody sign for... Like, New Japan. New Japan has a one-year contract. Yes. It ends, like, in January, I think, is when they, like, renew certain contracts. I'm sure there's guys who have longer contracts or have something. But even if you have a contract, you have like a maybe like a 90 days where you sign a, something where you stay another 90 days or 60 yes. days or whatever. And it's like these guys, you mean to tell me? Because even Alberto said he didn't. They um, they mentioned that Alberto wasn't under contract when he left. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say swiftly as he left. Yeah, I mean, how? yeah. All he took, I, I, I'm guessing he must have had the belt where they never mentioned the belt again for a while. Maybe they were. Maybe Cornette showed up at Raw to pick up the belt or something. It sounds like nobody inherited Antonio Pena's uh, savvy. Oh, well, Pena lost a lot of people too. No, that's true. And he got Good too. Point. He, he had well, guys. You know, it's funny because I. Oh, uh, that wasn't that well, back wasn't, in the region. That's that's, the, that's an old school lucha thing, which yeah. old school yeah. wrestling type of thing. The problem is that these guys. It's so funny because lucha underground. When you hear from lucha underground, they're talking about contracts, mm-hmm. um, making sure that everything is legally correct, right? And then you have AAA who's like getting caught in this stuff where it's like you don't even know because they're still dealing. Um, Cranio was saying he, they're still dealing with the legal issue over their names wow. without the Alabrije, Quije, Psychosis, Hysteria, 
I think it's just those guys. Their names are are still in legal, in like like in still in, in, limbo. A, in limbo right now. It it's a, well, so it's like cybernetical. I don't see them stopping him from being on, on elite shows. Yeah, he's going to be on this. It's funny. This I, I even remember I I knew a few guys who worked shops for Paul Bosch, and what, I don't know if this was for all the shows, but on all the shows in Houston at the half Sam Houston uh, Coliseum Arena. I can't remember. What, but um, they'd have to sign a contract for each night they wrestled. Oh, wow. Like, it wasn't like a, I'm here for a week, a month, or something Yeah, like just that. The, for that but show. But there was stuff in writing, and, uh, uh, well, Mishinoku Pro, all, all I was doing was booking guys, and I had to sign contracts. For how long? Uh, poor tour. Poor tour? Yeah, oh. poor tour. So, it, just that. Not like, not like I was going to do anything like this but like I wasn't going to pull anybody or sway anybody or yeah. you know or, or, or represent them say I represent but see like, like if, if, if Alberto like was that. if Alberto didn't have a contract they should have just been smarter with a hey he's contracts out let's let's maybe ask him if he's thinking of going because the rumor the rumor came out and when the rumor came out Dorian Dorian like said it's not true like he even like wow. he even put down Super Lucha's negative in a way where where he probably, he probably, I'm sure he probably deleted the tweet already. <laughs> knowing, but it's well, like, well, I'm trying to remember. Because it's like, it's that, like. What was the one, didn't he, was the Oh, the Judas the one, about the Judas about, uh, And he, and he didn't take Bell with him. No, he didn't do anything. He didn't, I mean, they, they didn't, they, they did alter some but booking, but it's like, it wasn't completely like Alberto where it's like, oh shit, now we got to find a new Here's champion. Here's the part that baffles me. And- Cibernetico leaving kind of all fucked them up too, because, <laughs> you know, the weird thing about Cibernetico, he was working, he was main eventing like a bunch of like AAA, not just the AAA mm-hmm. shows, but the, the, some of the house shows that they, they, they booked their, their talent for. Right. He was like in the main event. And I was like, why is he leaving Elite when he's like a main event guy? For these shows, but I'm guessing the money, this is like more the in- money, and the fact that he got he got a bigger program. And it's funny the CML and Elite connection sounds like a more transparent version of how WWF was uh, funding ECW to some extent. Yeah, you yeah, kind of does. But, this but I don't, I don't think I think the only difference is CML is probably not funding it. Probably not funding it, but I'm I sure think they they, they have the money. Yeah, the well, yeah, they're how they're getting they're benefiting yeah. from it. There has to be well, they're. They're giving them talent to yeah. use, so maybe they're paying the talent for the, the their it, talent. Well, well, okay, what baffles me about AAA not having these solid set-in-stone contracts is, okay, they started the promotion by robbing another promotion yeah. of their wrestling. <laughs> but did you notice everybody... Yeah. Everybody called them on the Caristico one. We're like, why yeah. are you guys getting upset? That's that's what you guys did. Because Conan was like, yeah, they stole our... It's like, yeah, but you guys... That's how AAA was formed. And all of a sudden, everybody was like, okay, let's stay quiet. Because <laughs> Cibernetico left... Yeah, they're saying, they're saying, oh, see, Matt, well, Conan has said it. Whereas the other guys, Dorian and all them, they haven't really gone out of their way to say it. They've had their people say it, like their webmasters and stuff. Like, right, their, right. Their, their digital people say it, but it hasn't really been as obvious. Kind of appears more anonymous yeah, yeah, that like, way. Like, like we're doing it the right way. Where, like, guys, you guys take talent too, so it's like exactly, exactly, and I would think... It's business. And this is what I think. If I was a promoter and I stole a bunch of talent from somebody, I don't know if steal is the right word, but... In a in a convinced, shady, convinced, convinced, did it in a way that really put a stain on the other promotion, and then the other promotion did it to me. I did it to them. At some point, when you say, "Okay, whenever I get a valuable name, we want it in writing, not a handshake." Yeah, a handshake in pro wrestling. Means There's only a handful. Only a handful of people who you could actually trust it with a handshake. And yeah, like Giant Bobos had yeah. a rep of. Uh, 
Like, there's certain guys that you know, like, they give you a handshake, they're going to do whatever possible. Exactly. exactly. Like, I think Sombra would be the kind of guy who yes. would do that. Um, yeah, so um, so that's kind of led to the Guerra de Titanes show, which, um, well, I mentioned the Johnny Mundo versus Rey Mysterio Jr. being the, being yes. the, the t- for the mega title. Um, they were actually, they've already released, not necessarily AAA, but the promoter mm-hmm. of that area in T- Tampico, it's going to be in Tampico, uh, has released three posters already. Mm-hmm. At one point, one of them had Dr. Wagner Jr. and Alberto. Then at one point, this guy mentioned that they were hoping to get either Dr. Wagner. They were hoping to get at the show. I don't know if they were going to get all three or if this guy's thinking was they were going to get one of these guys, mm-hmm. all of them, that they were going to get either Alberto, Dr. Wagner Jr., mm-hmm. or, or I don't know how they were going to get this guy, John Cena. Wow. I have no idea why this guy no thought way. they were going to get John Cena. I have no idea, but this guy, this promoter, like, I'm like, dude. I'm, actually, actually, wait, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Remember when the whole... Uh, the, whole the Monterey fakes? <laughs> no, this is that. even better. This is even better. And this isn't like an isolated type of incident. Remember when the whole steroid scandal, Vincent Hogan, yeah. the Arsenio Hall show? Yeah. Uh, when, oh, was that, that some local promoter? That a that? local promoter, uh, yeah, uh, was, you know met all the students at Billy Anderson's school. This is when Billy and Jesse Hernandez were running together. And uh, I actually had quite an admiration for Billy because I saw what a straight face he kept. But the, the uh, there were two guys. One guy looked like some sort of bodybuilder type. Uh-huh. Um, I, I actually don't think he wanted to be a wrestler, even though he looked like the type of bodybuilder who would. But his dad was, I guess, putting up the money, if there was any money. But... Yeah. but uh, the dad said, okay, you know, we're starting this new promotion and, you know, I don't know if you guys are in touch with what's happening, but the wrestling corporation world is imploding. Like, things are falling apart and uh, he's talking about the steroid scandal and so the first thing he does, he pulls out these contracts, which are like mimeograph typed, you know, it's like no notarized signature, obviously. But this is the morality clause. If you're caught doing something terribly, you're not a part of our promotion. Yeah, anymore. yeah. And, and uh, uh, <laughs> he was saying, as you see, you know, like, uh, in his eyes, everybody turned on Hulk Hogan. And he says, so we're going to be reaching out to him, and we think that we'll get some appearances from Hulk <laughs> And I, and, and, uh, and I could see Billy just nodding and keeping this straight face. Yeah. And then when he handed us all the contracts for the morality clause, uh, I handed it back to him. And Billy just kind of... <laughs> Billy trying not to laugh, saying, not interested, Kurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, morality? But that's, this is the that's, wrestling business. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't get I didn't get I didn't get into the wrestling business for morals. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say if you're caught not drinking or passing up a, a, a spliff, then yeah. you're fired. You know, this is the. But, but, but I want to be like Mr. Niebla. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, that's that's the most uh, blatant example I come up with. But I met scores of people who legitimately think that McMahon is the only game in town and. They think they can actually be the number two promotion. Yeah, yeah. You'd be amazed. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've probably heard it. Yeah, there's been a few indie guys we've talked to oh, over yeah. the years that 
have like not necessarily not necessarily WWE, but that they think they could be like the next XPW or absolutely or like the ECW of the West Coast or something. And like, I Man. just hear the sound. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, going off. I mean, it, we we've we've gone to Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. We I've we've actually talked to the people involved in Lucha Underground. They've talked about it. They constantly bring it up how difficult it is for them. Yes, yes. It's like it's not even a secret. They themselves will tell you that it's not as easy as. And they not, even said they could compete with WWE they if they wanted yes, to. Yes, it's like it's like they can't. It, they even tell you about how it's not as easy. Like even with like TNA and all these groups, it's not an easy thing. Yeah. It's like and, and these, there's always that one person that always thinks they could, it's it's an easy thing. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they think. They think history started with this man that he just said, "Oh well, let's get TV and some wrestlers." And uh, and even if uh, Lucha Underground ends after this next season, I give it to them. They for might having... last three seasons, though. I think that's the... that'd be great. Yeah. I I hope they stick around. Yeah. I mean, but even if they didn't, I'd give it to them for having this awareness that most promoters don't. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so this show, one of the things that's kind of let brought up, been um, kind of. Just been a weird thing lately. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a tag, a triple A tag match announced, and it was it's Angelico and Jack Evans defending their belts mm-hmm. versus Joe Leader and Pentagon Junior. Mm-hmm. But they but they added Averno and Chessman, and yeah. <laughs> Jack Evans on Twitter wrote, "Oh great, here you guys go um, having to put those uh, put pe- people in mm-hmm. instead of just going with your because uh, Conan originally wanted um my Speedball Mike Bailey mm-hmm. and Willie Mack as the third tag team." Yeah. Because, you know, it wasn't going to be a regular tag team match. Right. It has to be a three-way or a four-way or something. You know, it's triple Otherwise, fans won't watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so um, they added a Verno Chessman. And, you know, don't get me wrong. A Verno Chessman, I'd rather ha- have them in a match than just have Joe Leader in the match. Because, you I know, agree. Joe Leader's pretty bad. But, I mean, Pentagon Jr. But if it's Pentagon Jr. and Averno, how about Averno, that? And then Chessman. Chessman's really yep, good also. Yep. So, um, but the problem is um, Averno and Chessman are in a lot of rumors. Mm-hmm. And the rumors aren't just like rumors. I think it's kind of been brought up in the locker room where guys are actually kind of getting wind that they're they're maybe leaving. Well, you know, like I said, a while ago, I would have just thought rumors. But whenever I hear a rumor, I'm saying, wow, this but it's might so, just be true. I can't remember a year. It's been a while where the the end of the year ends so, like, strong with so many things yes. happening. Like yes. Like, so- Caristico, La Sombra, Alberto, Cibernetico, all... Switching promotions. Yes, yeah, not just one guy or, or five guys leaving one promotion. And it's not it's usually like, you might get like a couple of guys, like even like a, I think the year that um, Tejano left with mm-hmm. and Hector Garza left like a week after. I think Hector Garza might have left. I don't remember. It was somewhere around the same time that they left. Mm-hmm. Hector Garza left first, then yes. Tejano Junior left because I remember they want. We were even trying to guess maybe they'd give the belt to Tejano Junior, mm-hmm. and he left. But when when the, it was those two guys, you didn't really have anybody leave AAA. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember anybody leaving AAA. Yeah. Or like it was mostly just two guys going there, and then like when Hijo Fantasma left, it's it wasn't that it wasn't it was as much funky mix of people leaving on bad terms and one guy leaving on on good terms, really good terms. Which might he might not might be the one guy who probably won't have to worry about a job for a while. <laughs> and you know because everybody else, I think. And Albert, this, although Alberto, I doubt will have to worry about a job for a while. Well, because he's like you said, you said he's smooth. Yeah, so but, he he'll always. I mean, I give it to. I, I, that's he'll, why he'll be able to get on um, AAA. Yeah, that's why I give it to him. Is and you know what? He knows what he's doing. Not only will he be able to get AAA, I'm pretty sure if this elite group, if somehow CMLL sees mm-hmm. this succeed, I wouldn't be surprised if they would even go after Alberto. The I wouldn't next be time. surprised. 
Whereas in the past, they probably would have just been like, nah, let him go to AAA. Yeah, yeah. CML not really caring. Maybe they would actually see some value in that now. It's an interesting year. It's so weird because I think people, when, when AAA was getting all the talent from CMLL, mm-hmm. everybody was like, why isn't, AAA, why isn't CMLL doing anything? And now CMLL does something. It's like, and not necessarily them, but <laughs> by, through a diff, by, by proxy or whatever you call that. Mm-hmm. Um, them getting talent, it's like, people are like, oh, I can't believe they're doing it. But it's like, that's how the business is. You know, that, I mean, one thing, you know, one thing that I always dug about CMLL um, and you know the other thing the other thing I wanted to mention um, mm-hmm. the, did you read the story where um, they mentioned that um, these guys contacted um, Pentagon Junior Sexy Star they contacted a variety of people and I was like they're kind of like trying to get the people that they really can't get because those guys are in Lucha Underground right I kind of think the problem in AAA right now is that there's the Lucha Underground the AAA talent that's getting the Lucha Underground job mm-hmm. they're getting booked international you know in yes. other parts and then you got the the mexican crew that's kind of saying like hey we're not getting to we're go. on the sidelines yeah we're like we're not getting booked as much or we're staying in mexico we're, we're why aren't we getting the dollars you know yeah and i think that's kind of that's kind I of understand that. that's kind of part of the issue where they're thinking hey we're not getting that where's our share where's our share and elite is willing to throw money at these guys it's like yeah they're gonna have to jump you know it's, they're after they're after gonna have to I, I gotta tell you you know, I don't know all the details, but I'm very happy for the wrestlers because it takes a struggle like this for wrestlers to make more money. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Uh, uh, and that's what it was when WCW was around. That's when guys were making a ton of money because there was competition for the. For yeah, the guys. yeah. I, I I remember when I first knew Jack Armstrong. I what I was most curious asking him about he is how much was he getting paid <laughs> <laughs> well he was there in Georgia when the whole Ann Gunkel versus Paul Jones territorial battle uh-huh. and he was saying that was the greatest time he said guys were making money because both promotions wanted to dick the other one over and the only way he got loyal he was paying the wrestlers a lot more than yeah. he normally would he says when there's no competition you know, promotions paid you whatever they wanted yeah what I dug about CMLL when AAA came in you know, it was really mixed because I was a diehard CMLL fan. I was like the traditional lucha guy. Yeah. But at the same time, I just the talent in AAA when they first started was just mind blowing. But at the same time, I everybody I heard so many people say CML is dead. They're gone. Well, no. CML always gets that. You know, like every couple of years, all the time. CML's yeah. Dead, and it's like no, they're still going. But what I like is is is. Same thing with AAA. They're not going to die. I mean, they're not going to die. But but I remember seeing they have the ri- bigger risk because they're 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 not they don't have that home base. Right, right. That AAA that CML has. But well, everybody was saying, well, CML is not doing anything in return to retaliate or anything, or they're not. And I'm saying they're just weathering the storm, and that's kind of been their history. I mean, I know when uh, uh, Salvador Luderoff was around, he played. He was a lot more ruthless. Ruthless with competition. Yeah, you know, he had political power behind him. I mean, political power. I mean, like Politi- like pol- political politicians. Power. Politicians. Yeah, but uh, in the modern era, it seems just it seems like they just weathered the storm. Well, you know, for CML, a lot of the AAA talent doesn't just it does just doesn't gel with their what what their philosophy. Right, is. right, exactly. It exactly. doesn't fit. Which you know, 
there's guys in in AAA who very like nowadays they would fit in perfectly because I mean they don't oh, really, absolutely it's not a completely absolutely. different it's not a completely but even different. when all those guys like Cybernetic was probably the one guy oh, that totally, did it totally. that I him and Electroshock are probably the two people that I would never understand why they would go after but, but when all the guys jumped like you know Fuerza when uh, Blue Panther Aguayo all those guys went with Pena I didn't think CML was going to fold but I did think oh man the this is really going to overshadow it, but I think what a lot of people don't realize is just because you get all that stellar talent doesn't mean they're going to stay with you for yeah, 20 yeah. years. And that's well, see, what happened. They had hills and valleys. And, and that's know. the thing with Lucha. A lot of these guys are around to like their mid-50s. Yes, I mean, some, yes. some are still going strong like beyond that. Not as great, but there's still a couple of guys who are very good. But I mean, if they're, they're effective, still... They're effective. They're, they're still wrestling. And that's when, 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 uh, when Sombra... When Sombra announced he was going to WWE, I had to go, well, worst case scenario, let's say he lasts as long as um, Sin Cara, the first Sin Cara lasted, mm-hmm. three years? Yeah. He'll be 28 when he comes, or 29 when he comes back. And he couldn't still Prime come years. back? If he, gets a, if he gets a long-term career there, 10, 15 years, he'd be what, 40, 41? He'd still be a prime guy in, in Lucha. He could come back at 45 and he'd still be a main, he'd still be a pretty effective main eventer. Unless he's actually not had a lot of injuries either. So, I mean, he's another guy that's kind of not, not really been through that. That's the other thing, the other yeah. difference between him and uh, Mystico. He True. Didn't, he, Mystico had already battled a, lot of, a, a couple lot of injuries. injuries. Yeah. Now, he, 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 you know, here's an interesting thing too. He dropped his mask and that gives a different aura how he drops his mask, they see... Somber the person Yeah and, face. I, and they probably saw him And so it. now if he goes to WWE And then he comes yeah. back It's not like he comes back With a mask But they say Oh we already saw What he looks like in WWE Well even like for WWE Maybe not all Definitely not Not a lot of WWE fans But maybe like the NXT Like the more smarter mm-hmm. American fans mm-hmm. Who don't really follow Lucha Sombra dropping his mask Maybe they caught. Maybe they read the news. Maybe they saw the picture. Maybe yeah. they saw it. But maybe they saw the match. He shows up in WWE. Hey, that's Sombra. Like even True. if even if they give him like a like the most like if they call him Arturo something Gomez or Joe Gomez or whatever yeah. something like that. Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, they, you know who he is. Whereas Alberto Del Rio, you really had to be like a, a like a smart. Absolutely. That, oh, it's Dos Caras Junior. Yeah, it's it, it helped that too. Oh, the last thing we should talk about is um, the Fantastic Mania tour. It's happening in January. And our favorite is going back. Some of our favorite. Actually, it's a lot of our favorites yeah. are going. Um, last year they had a couple. They had that one person who kind of messed it up for them, <laughs> Mr. Niebla, Doctor Jerry Niebla, who we got a chance to meet. Right after the tour, actually, because you came to Los Angeles. Oh, what a nice guy, too. Really nice really guy. Nice and, you guy. know, I, I know people are like, oh, he's, they keep saying, it's like, I thought he was a really nice guy. I understand. Well, that's, that's another reason. I know people think I'm... People want me to be really harsh towards people. Like, they'll even tweet me and tell me this stuff. Hey, dude. like, they'll be like, kind of like, they'll, they'll tell me like something that the guy's yeah. an asshole. It's like, yeah, but I kind of, I don't... It was nice to me. I can't really say shit about him. And also, when I I don't like his matches. I mean, I joke about his matches. But like, that's not the that, same. that that's that's where I'm a little twisted. I wish him well. And I his... like I like his I like his matches just for being silly. I yeah. love La Peste Negra. Yeah. Although I'd rather have Carvernario be the third member. You know what I've noticed? Yeah, Carvernario is a lot better. You have to have Carvernario and not the original group. It has to be Carvernario with either Mr. Niebla or Felino have to be in or out. 
It has to be Carbonario and Casas for sure. Yes, yes. And one or the other. But if it's if it's Niebla, Felino, and Carbonario, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work as well because then all of a sudden Carbonario is the only one. And with Casas, Casas can pretty much like kind of control the match because you see when something happens with Niebla, Casas kind of just moves them out of the way. Like absolutely, (laughs) Negro Casas is the master. Yeah. I mean, Nibley is like well, the reason I call him Doctor Jerry Niebel is not just for the obvious, uh, uh, you know, wild man reasons, but Doctor Jerry Graham was a very cordial, fun guy. Yeah, I mean, and that's one of the reasons so that we have like reminds a, me of him. We must have like traffic here or something. <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm like, dude, what's going on this here? This is Petticoat Junction. Yeah, it's like this. There's Uncle Joe. He's moving like, kind of slow. So like, there's like a like a like a like a plane or See, something. See, this is kind of a Mayberry RFD feel. What you know? Oh, what we should do is each episode when I read letters, you should start yelling at the uh, the guy yes, the letters, yes. and then and, and then, then just transition to the traffic. Yeah, and then and then yeah, when they hear the traffic, then we want to hear you open the door and uh, scream just, at yeah, the kids. Yeah, you traffic. Yes, shut up. We're trying shut to up. do a radio show here, and. You kids get off my lawn. People probably hear this and they're like, man, this guy's angry. It's like, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really like the most laid back person in the world. <laughs> um, oh, so like, yeah. Mark, 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 I want to thank you again. And Fredo thanks you even though he yells at yeah. you. Yeah. I didn't yell at him. I yelled at, his, I yelled at, the, I yelled at him asking because he, he doesn't he doesn't know why. I mean, it wasn't, exactly. it wasn't him. And he just doesn't know. How wonderful I yelled at you more than anything. <laughs> It was more. It wasn't so much you. It was more of the the the, the circumstances, and it's hard. To, it's hard but, to explain to people that that's there's more to doing a podcast than just like hey, let's let's just do it. Like get together and do it. It's like no, we gotta oh, have, absolutely, we have to absolutely. schedule it. If, if I didn't have to work, man, I, I'd be up for doing this twice a week. So like Barbara Carbonario, like I was yeah. telling him, that's he shaved. Were, that was the big. That news. was a trip. He shaved. That was the second biggest news yesterday after Sombra signing with WWE. If I didn't get the heads up that he had shaved, I would not have. It was so funny because I, I I went over. I, I was watching. Actually, I was making some, something to eat. I went over to check on Twitter and I saw this just this random Mexican dude, you know, unshaven. I'm like, oh, I wonder why the picture. I'm guessing he's probably wearing a shirt, a, a wrestling mm-hmm. T-shirt. So I just, you know, moved the moved the Twitter up to see, scrolled it up to see what what was new, and I see Barbara Carnell mentioned. Um, taking off a couple of years and I'm like really and then I'm like holy shit so then I tweeted him I tweeted him and told him hey you're ready you're ready for 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 your for the for the dance <laughs> um and I go I go I didn't even know who you were without the without your beard and he just if I didn't get a heads up I wouldn't have recognized yeah. and 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 the only thing that I noticed after knowing it was Cavernari was the eyebrows and the eyes that that look and then you were asking me wonder what's up maybe it's a gimmick change like no I think it's probably cuz um He's still in school. I mean, he's yeah. And like you were saying, maybe he's going to a wedding. I think See, that's it's the possible. first thing I thought. Is was, was there some big family occasion? That, yeah, it might be a family occasion. He, yeah, he yeah. goes to school. Maybe he, as maybe. long as he doesn't change the gimmick. Yeah. That is the coolest gimmick today. Maybe he thought he could get more chicks without the beard. You know. Although I told like I, can I picture the chicks digging the. I know that's what I think. Man. When when he when he fixes his hair when he pulls it into a ponytail he looks really cool like he looks very like he is he is just so awesome he's really a good mean, guy like. It's amazing how many good guys there are right now in Lucha. Like, like, like Volador Jr. was saying that he, when I told him how, how I thought he was going to be a lot meaner, like not meaner, just a little more... Um, Coarse. Yeah, towards us. Yeah. And he said, why would you think that? I, I, no, he didn't say, why would you think that? He's like, you're the second person to tell me that. And I said, well, because I just figured 
we've heard stories about some of the guys from Mexico mm-hmm. not being not being as easy to, to deal with. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, he's like, none of the younger guys. That, that was the, the past generation. Because so I remember you telling guys, me something about yeah, that. Some that the, other guys were saying the that younger too. guys. The traumas I think said that. Well, Negro Navarro said it. it yeah, like, the same thing. Like the, a lot of the older guys are like that. He's like, but the younger guys are a lot cooler. And he's like, oh. And you notice that, like, di- like Titan, um, Dragon Lee seems like the probably the, that. I think it's weird because he even even he talks about Rush being like so um angry all the mm-hmm. time, and it's like when he when he does the when he, he's talking about angry him being so angry. He's like, but when he's out of the ring, he's not as bad. <laughs> as <in the laughs> ring. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I love when you're telling me about when Rush was uh, recovering from the injury. Yeah, when he was sedated. <laughs> when he had like some, yeah. I don't know if it was Vicodin or uh, just just some sort of relaxant. But how? I, I just realized. Happy. I just realized I went into full Rush mode on this poor, on poor this Mark. This is true. This is true. When they have, they, did I tell you they had Rush on um, CML Informa, and they were telling him they were reading him a, 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 a comment from a fan, and the comment was. The fans were like um, Rush. My grandmother just watched your match again. Wanted, my, I wanted to mention to you that my grandmother got to watch you mm-hmm. in a match against Nero Casas, the hair match against Nero Casas. She was a big fan of yours, but at, the way you acted in that match, she just wants you to know that she really hates you now. <laughs> and so, so, That's awesome. So then he's like, he like you look at his face and he's like, he's like, hey, um, who was that person that sent me that email? And they named, he's like, and the and um, JCR Julio Cesar Rivera's like, it was Miguel the guy who reads it. He's like, yeah. and the guy from who reads it, like, I didn't, I didn't say it, I didn't make it up. He's like, yeah, you made it up. It's you that <laughs> go, go over and slap him a bit, Rush. He's like, no, tell me who the late. And then he's like, no, it was this person. He's like, well, I just want to, I just want to tell that girl that I'm gonna send her. I, I want, I the only thing I have for the, for his for her grandmother are kisses. That's, that's all I have for her because I, I, I feed I feed off of everyone's hatred of me this guy he's, like, cool. he's like I feed off your hatred he's like I'm not I'm not a bad guy because because I want you guys because you made me a bad guy I'm not a bad guy because because uh, because it's an act I'm a bad guy because I am it's in my blood you know, Arudo. Oh I'm Arudo because it's in my this blood. Guy and I'm like, cool. this guy's pro- promos, and I'm like, shit, this guy's just. And then they read another email. He just starts laughing. He's like, this... he's like, why are you guys reading this stuff? Stop reading the emails. It's just like nonstop. He's, he's feeding off it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's gold. No, but that's what he's telling them. Stop reading these things because these people are stupid. <laughs> that's <laughs> so funny. He's like, he's that's... like, because like, he was saying how they're hypocrites. He's like, these people are hypocrites. They go out there and ask me for autographs. I sign their autographs. Because I'm a nice guy, I sign their autographs, I take pictures with them, but you know what? They're hypocrites. Because as soon as I step into the ring, they boo me. <laughs> and he's I like, it. and I'm like, dude, this is hilarious. This guy's great. Yeah, he, he's really good. He had a son on the on the show. His son was on the show, and he's like, they asked him about his son, and he's like, he's like, he's like, um, was that was that the little yeah, the little boy, the little kid, yeah, oh the one with the, the yes, one in the yes. the one I took a screenshot of. That's got to be the most endearing photo I've ever seen. Yeah, so they asked, um, they want to know his name, and the little kid just removes his mask and just runs off of his desk, and oh you just see him God, running around. So then, um, they ask, um, they ask Rush about his son. And he's like, so do you want him to be a wrestler? He's like, he's like, I'll support my son in whatever he does as long as he doesn't get into ballet and doesn't play with Barbies. And so, and so this one person tweets me. I was like, "He's like, you know, that's how it starts with Barbies." <laughs> so I start laughing. I was like, "Oh shit, dude! Oh, we oh, can't get into the." Wouldn't that would be funny if Pimpinela jumped and uh, said, "What's as you say about people playing with Barbies?" Come well, on. there's a, there's a lot of like that's one of the things like people like 
Oh, hell yeah. This is one of the problems when you have this stuff, like, backstage at lucha shows, wrestling shows. It doesn't mean you're homophobic. Oh, God, no. It no. just means these guys like to clown around and like, course, they, they say this stuff. But, I mean, some of these guys actually are very open-minded where it's like, oh, terrible. They, um, they read him a question and, and, and they didn't know who the person was. And he's like, who's the person? And he's like, and, and the, the guy mentioned the name and he's like, he's like, the J, um, Julio Cesar was like, I hope it was a girl that said that. And um, Terrible was like, oh, it's okay. I'm open-minded. <laughs> they all start awesome. laughing. They all start oh, laughing. Oh, it's, it's funny. I because I, I remember. I remember. You know, before hanging out with with the luchador crowd, yeah, the gills and stuff like that. I people people saying, "Oh, don't you know? You know, don't you know? You know, Gringo saying, oh, 'Oh, don't don't be effeminate around them. It's a very machismo culture, and if they if you call them a fag, it's the most insulting thing ever.' And yeah." I, there was more homoerotic humor in the gym. Yeah. Like, they'd be wrestling with you and jump and just start humping your ass to yeah. be funny. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like oh, okay, where's this Where's this serious machismo I was told about? But you then know? you, the thing is, like, people who don't know that, they actually take it like it's like this really insane thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, the, 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 like they take it to, to the no. point where it's like, oh, there's something wrong. I bet you there's things... That they see about the badass honkies that uh, there's you know, stuff in there, and it's not just in rough. There's I mean, when you're not around it, you yeah, don't see you the, don't, the layers. You yeah, know? Don't, don't see the complexity. It gets a little uncomfortable when you're not used to it, but it's like well, you should the, watch your p's and q's when yeah. you're with a crowd you haven't been around before. Yeah. I mean, that's just common knowledge, but at the same time, don't assume extremes. You know? Yeah. So the, this is probably one of the better um, fantastic mania. The course. talent that they brought in, um, Volador Junior, Atlantis. Mm. Everybody figured as soon as they didn't announce Sobra for this, I think that's when everybody's like, ah, he's gone. Because uh, <laughs> one of the things with Fantastic Mania, the guy who lost his mask at the anniversary usually shows up at Fantastic Mania, mm-hmm. works with his mask, then removes his mask. And oh, okay, yes. That became, yes. And when they didn't announce Sobra, everybody was like, okay, he's gone. Um, so, Volador Jr. Atlantis, Dragon Lee is going. Cool. Maybe he can find that, that Japanese pers- guy that's sending Kamatachi to attack him all the time. <laughs> which he's the samurai that he says is allegedly hunting him down. They should they should have Mean Gene going down the streets of Japan helping him find the person. Yeah. While he's looking for the giant machine or the Barbara Cavernario is going, Fuego, Mephisto, cool. Okumura, Garomaya Jr. Cool. Which is kind of a controversial thing. Um because if you remember, one of the prizes for En Busca del Nilo was the winner would go to um, Fantastic Mania. Okay, yes. Bobby Z's going. Mm-hmm. Bobby Z is upset that Girl Maya Jr. is going because he didn't deserve it. Oh, Because wow. he didn't win. This is storyline. A lot of people are like... I think okay, gotcha. If that was serious... Yeah, it's a storyline. I mean, guys, yeah. I, some people like some of the, some people read the articles and it's like, my God, you guys know they're like it's work, yeah. right? Like it, it cracks me up when guys are like really. But you thinking, do hear weird shit like that though. Yeah, but it's, if it's yeah. written, it's worked. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't tell you this stuff. See, I didn't like, realize it was written. But you're telling if me it's I written, it's, it's, it's worked. There's stuff like like Vol- Volador when I interviewed him. Mm-hmm. I wrote what he told me like mm-hmm. in the interview. I didn't tell everybody the the the, the, the real. When stuff. one, I think even if I wasn't like a seasoned wrestling fan, I could tell that was more of a working interview than a interview interview. And a lot well, you know, because what it is is like because people are so used to like the Observer and people like well, the yeah, shoot yeah. interviews and stuff like that. They think it's like there's there might be something to it. It's like don't don't read too much into it. And then um, so so Bobby Z said that he didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. So then he's on Informa and Bobby Z talked about how. Um, how he basically, 
he didn't want to say anything bad about Jeromai Jr. Right. because he wasn't on the show to defend himself. Mm-hmm. So he's like, obviously, Gero, he's like, he was being taken to high road, and he said, obviously, Jeromai Jr. impressed the New Japan pro, right. uh, pro wrestling officials to have him go on the show. But it still, it. But he's like, we'll stop. We'll deal with this at a later date. I'm guessing they're going to have something because Jeremiah Jr. Then Jeremiah cool. Jr. Then did an interview where he talked about him. But you know, if you we met Jeremiah Jr., I don't think he has an issue with Bobby Zavala. Oh God, no. I'm I'm just like salivating at the thought of the matches between those two. Well, hopefully it's better than the Embuska match because the Embuska match. Remember, Bobby Burke um, suffered a shoulder injury. True, but that was like a. You didn't watch it either, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I mean, I don't think that's gonna be their typical. Yeah, Mystico Two is going. Mm -hmm. The Panther, Ultimo Guerrero, Titan, Mm -hmm. Stuka Junior. Virus is going for the first time for New for New Japan. Okay, he's been to Japan with um, the CMLL Japan group. Remember back in two thousand. Yes, yes. And the last guy going, Echicero. No. And guess what? The New Japan officials mentioned that they were big fans of Echicero. No. Yeah. Do you think maybe he'll get the Mascara Dorada treatment? Maybe. I don't know because he has a. He's kind of got a really. Fuck, that would be so cool. Why? That's what you thought with Mascara Dorada. What did he do in um, New Japan? I don't care. He did Japan. very little. He did very little. Yeah, but still, this is. I don't know because I mean I think it also depends on like their situation. Maybe Hitchisero would do it for a year. I don't know if it's. I don't know if his. I, his, I, I know. I don't know. If his, I don't think his woman would be too pleased with it, or maybe she would be if she could get a trip out of know. it. You never know. Maybe that she gets a trip out of it. You never know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it'd be something. Even if he didn't get. A, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I wish I pushed Moscow Dorada more, but I bet you it was a pretty cool experience. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, so that's. Basically, what people are trying to figure out more or less who's going to be the one that league that goes. Wow! I, I mean, there's good options. Dragon Lee. That's a good crew. Titan might, although I, I, well, Titan as a junior heavyweight. Dragon Lee also. Mm-hmm. Um, Carbonario, they like. God, I'd love to see him in Japan for a year. Here. That'd be bitch. But he just shaved, so obviously, he, maybe he shaved because it's going to start a new year and he's going to let it go. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and I think I think really the top four options are really Coronario, Hechicero, Dragon Lee, and Titan, which kind of sucks because I kind of like all four of those guys. True. Although I think... That would that would mean we would have to be watching New Japan. I do watch New Japan, so... Um, Hechicero, Hechicero, not as much, but um, enough where I... You have New Japan World, don't you? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you know, you know, I, 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 I gotta tell you, I went on there and I actually looked at the site and yeah. was thinking. But then you're like, I don't understand what it says. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have an English version. Yeah. Um, I still I, watch DVDs. De- I still get DVDs, so I don't. True. I'm debating it. Uh huh. Yeah. Echicero. Um. I actually think he would get over and and. I Japan. think he would too. Really over, like with his with his style. Hell yeah, that. In fact, I can't remember if we talked the about The Panther this. would be kind of cool, too, like if he just kept that stuff. But I think he's kind of... They asked the Panther about, I'm going mm-hmm. to Japan, and he was talking about how he didn't expect to go to Japan so soon. Because he's only been in the business two years. Right, right. Think about that. But, I mean, people are thinking, oh, two years, which is, yeah, short. But I think he's 21, I think, 21, 22. Yeah. Two years in the business. But then you're... But then you got to remember, he's probably been in the ring since, like, he was... Four years old, oh, five God, years yeah. old. It's it's di- it's much different. <laughs> yeah, like. it's different. Like like it's funny when um, I was reading. Um, I guess Bautista did a Dave Bautista did a did a interview, mm-hmm. and they're talking about how he was in the ring at sixteen. I'm like sixteen. We know we know wrestlers started when they were like seven, eight yes, years old, and yes. like getting in the ring. Super I, would, I, would, I would be curious to know what the youngest like official debut of a wrestler in Mexico was because I bet it's you probably have to be like fourteen, maybe. Yeah, I think they don't go any younger than that. 
Why? Well, actually, no, no, it actually is because that um, super crazy um, promotion with the little kids. Remember a couple years ago, like in two thousand nine or something. I I don't remember that really. Yeah, there was like a kids promotion. That's where I think Dinastia started. Because I, I don't know if I ever told you about this, or if you ever heard about this from somebody else in the seventies in New York. They actually had a kids wrestling promotion. That sounds like something South Park would do. It does, it does, but, but I, I remember... Was it hearing, South Park that had the crack baby basketball? Yeah, it was. Right? <laughs> crack baby basketball. No, but this was a serious thing where, where kids who were like around 10 years old would get in their, you know... And, and this was before the days of crazy moves all the time. Uh-huh. They'd just get in there and... Apparently, they were well-organized and they... Kids Lucha Libre League. There you go. Oh, we would only pay them in candy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And not and not mm-hmm. like those stupid dumb dumb the profits. The profit we could make. We would give them full size ten bucks, king size butterfinger. You, you know, you have like your world champion is like a little like a six year old, and then you're like, today you're gonna <laughs> wrestle the the toughest guy in the world, and then you bring in like some really big guy to beat him up. <laughs> well, People would be like, like I'm so offended. It's is, like is uh, somebody told me that you know Tim Flowers before he was Tim Flowers. Actually, they paid him to come in and do some angle where a kid kicks his ass. And <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of which, I, I, I might have heard this before, but it didn't sink in. But speaking of kids' promotions, remember the old Super Muneco promotion we heard about? Yeah, yeah, in the early 80s. I never realized that Amapola married Super Archie. Yeah, I think that... Are they still married, or was that like a long time ago? I think they're... I can't remember that last stuff. Yeah, because I, I remember reading her profile on Lucha Wiki, and then I was reading some stuff again and said she's she's married to the former f- Super Archie Bird Boy. Wow. So maybe she still probably is married. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wish that there were tapes of those shows. I wish I there was, like, so, yeah, I know. Like, ask Super Muñeco if he has tapes of it. That, oh, that'd be awesome. But I hear he's kind of like a jerk, isn't he? Is he the one that's kind of a jerk? You know, one, one, of them, one of them, I remember, was, was a bit of a... Okay, this was years ago. I, I know Super Muñeco is the one that's not that, that's actually the nice. I know he's because nice. I was going to say when I first knew he can't be bad. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if things have changed, but I remember, um, I remember saying oh, somebody said something negative about Super Muñeco, and, and Conan actually kind of said Super Muñeco is one of the you know one of the more humble guys I've met. Like he said it in a very stern is voice. It, like you know, Super Muñeco isn't he? Um, didn't Ciclone Mario Mariliano say he was related to him? Oh, did he? I think he said he was related to one of those guys. It could be, yeah. And it might have been one of those guys. When, when, when I became, like, when I was hanging out and talking to him. Yeah. yeah. That was one of those random... <laughs> that's, still, that's one of those random things where, like, you just... From from you running, walking around the, the, the that party and I'm just talking to, like, the most random... I didn't even know he was, like, a wrestler. I just figured, oh, he's... You hit it off with him. Yeah, yeah where we ended up good... talking about all this Lucha stuff. Like, yeah, that was pretty cool, actually. Me trying to get him to watch cool. Lucha Underground and him not being into it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, dude... I, I was just dude, taking my shirt off, yeah, drinking heavily, and yeah. just, you know... You dancing with... Um, uh, who is that? What's his name? God, that guy that just lost his mask. God, what's what his name? What is his name? I was drunk, so I... Yeah, didn't... super... He just dropped his mask, Super Cerveza. No, it was some other name. I can't remember. Piolin. It wasn't Piolin. Was it Piolin? Piolin? No. Was his name Was Piolin? it? I think it's Piolin, isn't it? Might have been. Something like that. I can't remember his name. That was a fun party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were like on top of that dude on... <laughs> dancing on... What's his name? Che... Um, che... That dude who just... Yes! Oh, that, that guy was awesome. Yeah, it was a really cool that, dude. That was a really nice guy, yeah. yeah. 
I, I had to break in him somehow. Oh. Break him in somehow. That guy was just laughing, and then I think you and Superboy both got on him, and it's like, dude, come on. Well, we oh, got yeah. that great picture of that. Yeah, jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was fun. That was one of those crazy moments. Totally, totally. <laughs> I still think the other one, you, the other one of you dancing in that restaurant, was probably the more like. The stranger went. Oh, that was because that, that that was unexpected. That was cringeworthy. Strange, that was unexpected because you didn't even drink that much in that one. I didn't. I yeah. didn't. That that other show, it was like there was fewer people because it was like it was a lot bigger. Yeah, you know, when I've been drinking, I just kind of start throwing. And my then it was like there were there was just know? like it, there was they started dancing. Yeah, it was more of a they did the whole like separated dance type of thing so people could dance yes. in the middle. Whereas in that was that lady just went over and grabbed you to dance. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, ladies aggressive with me, I obey. You yeah. know, that's me. <laughs> so are you going to watch Fantastic Amania or are you going to miss that? I would like to, actually. Yeah. It should be good. You know, I actually did watch some of the last They were asking Hechisero who he wanted to wrestle. And he's like, he wanted to wrestle Okada and Tanahashi and all these guys. Like, yeah, ah, Nakamura. They all want to wrestle Nakamura because like, I think they all know how cool he is. I think you told me, but I forget. Who who was the brains behind Hechisero's whole image change? Oh, Canelo Casas. That made all the difference in the world. But now he changed. He has a new mask. Mm-hmm. The one he wore. I think you might have seen it on the website. The the, the most recent one. It's basically um, it's hand painted. Yes, yes, I've so seen it. So it's like it was. It. Oh, well, it's the the Day of the Dead one. The yes. one he wore at the Day of the Dead. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and so that one is. Because I remember, I remember when he had that uh, kind of hybrid between a Phantomus and Villano outfit. I mean, he's a great worker. He is cool, but. Yeah, that whole change completed him. In my yeah, opinion, yeah, the, the, that's what I was when 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 he the first one. I thought he looked kind of like a like you were saying, kind of more of a traditional type of wrestler. But yeah. the new look plus the fire, he stands out. He's it him. makes him look like a star, and it's like this is what. And I'm hoping maybe this ends up like elevating him. Oh, I hope so because that guy deserves it. That yeah, guy he, is just awesome. He's, he's awesome. Well, you know, see, that's the other thing. When when somebody leaves a promotion, mm-hmm. like Sombra leaving. That gives another person a chance to exactly, move up. Exactly. You know, exactly. it's an oppor- opportunity opens up for you. Unless, yes. Unless somebody else jumps in and replaces it, takes yeah. their spot. <laughs> as long as they well, like Sombra. It. Sombra leaves, Marco jumps into his spot as part of the Ingobernables. And I love watching that guy. You know, it's weird. It's like, we always talk about Thunder. We don't really talk about... We do talk about Marco, but mm-hmm. I mean... Marco, first of all, I should congrat- we should congratulate him in, in, in his wedding. Yeah, absolutely. He, got, he just got married to... Um, to um, I forgot it, Miroslava. Yes. Um, and I don't think he gets enough credit as a how 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 good he's adapted into lucha libre. I I gotta say, he's I, not he's not the greatest worker. I but, mean, but, yeah, but here's the thing: is is and actually he's not bad. He's pretty good. Like when he's with the heavyweight. Exactly. And if you're okay, if I was just somebody who was turning on lucha libre, I didn't know the whole mechanics of working. I still think this guy was great because yeah, he's he's not this like this super technical guy, but he is really spontaneous, and he still he's... does the spots. Exactly. <laughs> I like exactly. The, I, I I even made a comment because I was watching a mat. I think it might have been um, had to be well, it had to be one of the recent <clears throat> shows where he gets fouled. Mm-hmm. And you know how he does the stripper dance? Yes. He still tries to get up to do the stripper dance, but then he falls down because he can't do it. He got fouled. <laughs> I haven't seen that spot. Yeah, he's, he's really good at the comedy spots. I noticed he's really good at that stuff, like, I, I, like comedy. He gets the comedy really quick. And it, and it doesn't seem contrived or anything. Yeah. And I'd, I'd rather have somebody who is spontaneous and who can get a good pop out of the crowd and 
and just be effective. I, I, I don't care if they're not a great technical. And he just punches. He can punch, though. I mean, that's that's yeah, one of yeah. I love his punches because they just come out of nowhere, like just boom and knock somebody out. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I do get on him when he starts tossing Mihai around. That's the only thing. He knows I don't like that. <laughs> Have I've you written it. him about it? Oh yes, he's seen it. Oh, oh, oh he's seen oh, it on oh, Twitter. Oh. oh, what you got to do is got to get a back and forth letter writing campaign, and that way. We can read your letters to Marco Corleone, and okay, he'll write back shouting, and I'll read the shouts. I'll shout at you. <laughs> we won't shout. At you. We get along. <laughs> I get along with everybody. What are you talking about? I just shout at this time because people like have been asking me when we're doing another you know podcast. What's about that is right because he's not the only person that asked this week. It was oh like, oh my god, if we, got... we, if we could get you and Brian Alvarez to shout at each other. You know, that would happen. That would probably That'd happen. Be like, awesome. like, if we got into, like, an argument over something. Because he's, right now, do you remember 1996? Juventud Guerra, 1996. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Juventud Guerra, 1996? Was this WCW? WCW, yeah, yes. WCW. Was this post-losing the... Because I don't remember when he dropped the mask, all that No, 1996 was when he first started in WCW. Uh, I totally dug him, but they buried him. Yeah, they but he wasn't bad. He, he wasn't right. bad. He, was he was buried, right? Brian Alvarez claims Juventud Guerrero was awful in 1996. Brian Alvarez, you and I are going to have words. And so, like, he wants people to, like, prove to him. And it's like, what's the point? Because if you believe that, it's obvious. Because his work in AAA was great in 1996. Oh, God, yeah. Because I even looked at it and I was like, oh, he was in in 1996. I think it was AAA and I think he might have, I think ECW was, like, late 95 probably Mm -hmm. for him. And then, like, then it was WCW in 96. And it's like. I don't remember him being bad. I would have remembered him being bad. I don't remember him being bad in 96. He was great in 97, 98. But it takes a while like, for a guy to like get used to working. He wrestled Joe Gomez. Hard work Bobby Walker. I mean, come on. What do you want him to like? look like? He's like... squashed him. They, they, they'd make it look like, hey, here's Hoof and Tude Guerrero. He had tag was... matches against the Nasty Boys. God. I mean, come on. What do you want him to do? He had good matches. I, I think... I remember the weekend shows. He had good matches. I... You know, I... There were so many... This is the bad thing about people when they start looking back on matches because they start changing their opinion on guys. It's like, no, your first opinion is usually probably the the right one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Because it's like, it wasn't... You weren't weren't wrong. If a guy... If if you think you know what you're talking about, you should be sure that you're... Like, it's like basketball. Remember how we were talking about how when you're a kid, there might be a guy who wasn't a good worker, but you totally dug them? Yeah. That's the greatest thing about... Watching wrestling from childhood and knowing what but, rang your bell. Because when you... I think a lot of people, when they're older and in the business, they're looking at it from a wrestler's perspective instead of a fan's perspective. I think... They kind of think they're smart, really smart. And it's like... And the fans are dumb and they're going to fool yeah, the fans. Yeah, they're, they're the smart fans. So all of a sudden, these other fans aren't don't know what they're talking about. Whereas it's like, no, you know, there's like... You can't really. Yeah, well, like when I was. You wrestling, can't tell people what to like and not like because everybody's gonna have a different opinion. Exactly, and when, and, and when I wrestled at All Nation on a regular basis, you know, I was heel. I tried to think of stuff that pissed me off when I was a kid and watched wrestling. I didn't try to think of somebody's philosophy on how to get over as a heel so much, but I thought, what did the heels do when I was a kid that really got me pissed off? And that's the great thing about being a little kid in a mark is. It, it's like it goes to the heart of the matter. Like, God damn it, he did something messed up. Well, it's like I was like missing Link. Mm-hmm. He was horrible in the ring, but I dug the look. Exactly. 
And even though I was a kid, mm-hmm. I knew he wasn't. I could tell the difference between him and Terry Gordy. Terry Gordy was a badass, could work. Yes. I may not know what working was. I may have not heard that term, but I knew he could wrestle. Absolutely. That- Chavo Guerrero. Mm-hmm. I knew he could wrestle. Missing Link couldn't wrestle. You could tell the difference. That was like when I started watching L.A., there were some really good workers, but the two that with that I saw and I said, whoa, wait a minute, there's something about these guys. And the two were Raul Mata, the other was Jack Briscoe. Jack Briscoe got in there. I'm saying, whoa, wait, this guy has something the other guys don't have. And the same when I see Mata doing those hurricanas and stuff. So like when you like, whoa, when you look at 1996 with Hooven to Guerrero, it's like he was good. The problem was he wasn't really booked in a way where he was going to shine. You there know, there were a lot of luchadors. There was a lot of guys who were like that. Yeah, there were a lot of guys like like Vianos. You would have to watch, and I think that's the problem. He's not watching Saturday Night. He's not watching all this other stuff. Because right. I, mean, I remember, I remember watching Saturday Night, WCW Saturday but I did, Night, I, religiously. Yeah. And Juventud Guerrero mm-hmm. was really good. He had matches with Rey Mysterio all the time on that sh- on that show for some, for like a bunch of throughout the run with WCW. It's like he was good. Yeah, and you know, it's like I should look for my tape with all the WCW Saturday Night stuff. I think I put it on DVD. Well, I, and I think there's a lot of people who religiously watched uh, the Monday Night Show, but they didn't, didn't watch know the weekend. Saturday yeah. Night existed. Or Pro, seriously, the yes. six the yes. six in the morning show mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I used to wake up and watch and it'd be like, "Well, oh, I'm watching this." It's yeah, like, see, we, we were ra- we were rabid fans. Yeah, when we yeah. Kids, you know, like like most you can't, kids, you can't go back. You can't go back and say, "Oh, this guy sucked." And it's like. You're only watching Nitro. Guys weren't really, like, certain guys weren't being featured on that show. The yeah. guys who were really, like, some of those guys were getting featured on, like, The Pro, well, Saturday Night, The Main Event. Well, when I was a kid, Worldwide. There, were, there were two live shows. Uh, same promotion, LaBelle promotion, but Saturday Night was the live Channel 13 studio show, 90 minutes. And then Wednesday Night was live from the Olympic Auditorium on the Spanish International Network. And the funny thing is, I'd be talking with my friends at school, and... All of them uh, watched the Saturday night show, and I said, "Wait, you don't watch the Wednesday night show?" And they looked at me. Oh, there's a Wednesday. <laughs> no, they knew, but oh. why didn't they watch it? It's in Spanish. I can't understand what they're saying. Oh, jeez. I think they're wrestling. That's <laughs> what I've always hated when people when they tell me about they're barely getting into lucha. Yeah. It's like I don't understand. I, I I don't know what they're saying. It's different. It's like you watch Japanese wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you understand Japanese? No. So then what the fuck's your, your deal? Oh, exactly. I mean, it's the same shit. It's wrestling. Exactly. You're going to watch it no matter what. I mean, and there, you're going to find the, cool stuff no yeah, matter what. Yeah, there's a little spin on every style you watch. But if you watch it week after week, you're going to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, it's like, it's not that hard. Yeah. There's stuff like, it's it, there's no logic in either, in anything nowadays anyways. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. When I watch a lot of, like, six-man tags in AAA... I feel like I'm watching an all-out brawl with no rhyme or reason where I see a lot more of the whole captain's thing in CMLL. Yeah, because they work up completely different. And I think that's one of the things I... Because it's one fall. Yeah. Play is one fall, so it's like there's 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 a big difference in that. Yeah, and what, even with good, good workers, it seems almost like a big cluster to me. Uh, that's just my take on it. Where CMLL, you know, it, it, it's, it's not like it was... 30 years ago, obviously, but still there's that kind of rhyme and reason where you either want to pin the captain or you want to pin the other two members of the yeah. team. And that becomes very predictable, too, because you're doing it, you're getting that really short first fall, or you're getting the foul. It's very, it's very well, predictable. Yeah, something that they used to do 
that they like in the eighties. There's been a lot of people that suggest that they stop doing the three fall thing, but it's or, or no, I mean, I think Conan might have been one of the people. He was one of the ones who said, and, and it's like, wait, it, or, it, or it's better for it to be. It's not. It's not that they have to change it. It's that they have to change the how they end the mat. The, the, yeah, or have some two fall matches. Better yet, straight two falls. Improve the matches. It's yeah. not necessarily the fall. It's the improvement of the matches, and not just the matches. The television, the way they air the show. Sometimes mm-hmm. kind of edits yep, out. Yeah, so exactly, absolutely. We just—I mean—we've watched some CMLL, and there's a difference when it's a good match because of the talent. In yes, the match. three falls—you can watch it. You're—it's the greatest thing ever. And then all of a sudden, you get the Thunder, <laughs> the Thunder Team versus um, Ultimate Grand. It's like, oh god, because you don't care end. who wins. Yeah, you just want the next match to, to happen. Yeah. And the worst thing is Ray Scorpion is in in, um, in in CMLL right now. He's in the U.S. right now. Ah. His, he, he takes about four months and comes over here. I have an idea. I think he's trying to get res- residency over here. Let's win the lottery. Why don't we start a wrestling promotion with Ray Scorpion? He's actually pretty good. That'd be cool. Why isn't he getting a WWE? Like, he would actually... I don't know. I, because I, he... He's too short. No, he's psychic, and he knows that we will win the lottery. Yeah, even though yeah. even though we don't play we don't play the lottery, but we're going to win I think it. I he's great. Like, uh, Holt Street Wrestling, we're still going to yeah, do it. Holt Street Wrestling, yes. he's, he's the featured star. We'll talk him into it. We'll, we'll pay him all the money. Did I tell you when, when we started joking about Holt Street Wrestling about I was channel surfing one night? And somebody actually started it. There, no, there were some, um, there's there's one of those, like, do cops. people do, Did we explain how we came up with Holt Street Wrestling? Oh. How Holt Street Wrestling we came up with, because I, I usually go get a haircut around that area, and when, at the time I go get a haircut, there's some um, hose. Holt Street in Pomona is one of the gnarly is the gnarliest section of Pomona. Am I hey, right? They're good looking though. They're they're beautiful. <laughs> some of them are, but it There's is some that aren't. But it's yeah. a it's a gnarly section of yeah. Pomona. I I was I was th- about three years ago. I was in standstill traffic on Holt Street because it looks like it's an old looking like it still like looks like from the. 70s and 80s. Oh, if you, if you were a writer and you wanted to get a good scene for a real... Like, like a Mexican type of, like, what is what is a Mexican community in, in, the, in, in the United States? It kind of feels like that. Yeah, but also a very uh, badass area. I mean, just... Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah not, just like, not like East L.A. where yeah. there's, there's, there's neighborhoods with lawns and homes. Yes. This is like a... Like the, and it's just this street, because everything else actually looks like... Kind of like LA, like it looks like it has neighborhoods and stuff. Like yes, that. yes, what, but uh, what, I, I was, I was picking somebody up at the airport about three years ago, and there's a big sig alert in the freeway, so Holt Street was jammed mm-hmm. like for miles, but that was still the quickest way. So I'm on Holt Street in that uh, just ratty section, and you know it's pitch black, and traffic starts to move, and somebody runs right in front of my car, and I slam onto my brakes. And it's a guy, and I'm going, "What the hell?" And, and that's the other thing that happens in Holt Street wrestling. Um, Holt Street, Holt <laughs> Street. People cross the street without really like. Caring. But this guy had a reason. I didn't realize yeah. it at the time. There was a woman chasing him, trying to kill him. <laughs> and I don't mean just like mad. I mean trying to like. Yeah. She, she looked rabid. She looked crazy, and I just sat there for a second. One freaked out that I almost ran somebody over. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we're talking, like, we want to get the cheapest little hall there. And there is a, and the reason that also came out is because there's actually a, 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 what are those, um, veterans? Those veterans halls. Yeah, the, the American hall. Legion there's Hall. There's a Legion Hall yes. right, down, right down the street, and 
this was back when I was actually thinking about running shows. Yes, and then yes. I joked, we should run whole street wrestling. And so we were going to make it like this like incredibly strange wrestling, only like a little more offensive. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think it would have been a little bit more over the top. Because mm-hmm. we were gonna actually like have like like make it like look even worse, <laughs> yes, if, yes. if that if that's even possible. <laughs> but then we kind of like we weren't really sure because we didn't want to go through the whole process yeah. of actually running. Jo- Johnny Legend, would do, Johnny Legend would do, fly in to do a run in just to say no. Oh, I promote the worst wrestling, the, not you. The other cool thing about the the, the Legion Hall mm-hmm. is that it's actually a gated. They have a gated parking lot, mm-hmm. but in within the gated parking lot, there's a barber shop. I don't know if it's just for the veterans, mm-hmm. but th- it's a really nice looking barbershop. And I thought, hey, that's a great place. Like, if we're going to do like a hair match, they could actually have the barber right there. We could actually. That'd be shave great. The barber comes in. Oh, I love it. You this. could actually bring the wrestler to the barbershop and have, have him get I his head it. shaved. I love it. See? Uh, actually, do it like all professional. Like, have him actually get the. Get, get well, covered up cool and thing. shave since, his beard and stuff. We had had no qualms on the quality of the wrestling. All we have to do is hire like six wrestlers. We just change costumes every hour and make it obvious too. Make sure that everybody knows. Pay, it's... pay, pay the building, get chairs. Well, they probably have chairs. The, yeah, yeah. The... Or we, if they don't have chairs, we could get some old mattresses. Just stand. We could just stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or, or, I'm know. pretty sure they have drinks there, so like they could just stand and drink their beers. And but there's a liquor store right yeah. next door. We could buy just. No, they have a Little Caesars. Even better. Little Caesars. We got Little Caesars. Sell, the, got... sell a slice of Little Caesars for two bucks. And oh. how much is Little Caesars? Like five bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, I even, I, I even came up with the math. Like if it has ten slices, just cut it an extra half. <laughs> Get twenty slices out of it. <laughs> One angle where the guy delivering the pizza does a run in. Yeah, yeah, and like delivers the pizza that like comes in. Yeah. He 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 beats up one of the restaurants because they didn't tip him. Yeah. We got good shit going here, yeah, man. This is a good idea. I think we should. I think this is a revival. Of yeah, I wrestling. think so. I think. I think so. the outrage from the show. We might end up either doing more podcasts. Absolutely. Start Hold Street Wrestling. I think. Or do none of the above. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark Bowden should t- should pat himself on the back because he got us fired up tonight. Yeah, he got us thinking. Rocking. Usually, it's only Rush that gets me fired up. <laughs> oh, and here's the train again. I wouldn't trade this for the world. Walnut Kills. We're in Walnut Kills, where friends meet and enemies. And then each match will end here, like a, like the the sign that says Walnut Kills. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Don't get mad at We could hire some of the hoes, uh, but it'd be legitimate work. We'd bring back apartment house wrestling. Here in Walnut Kills, we'll have them apartment house wrestling in bikinis, and we'll just... That would be genius. Well, you could do it in Pomona. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we could, oh, there's that hotel. There's that sleazy hotel room. There's that sleazy hotel room. We'll do it there. Or at the trailer park. No, remember that hotel place that that's right next. It's that has right, weekly rates. Yes, it's, yes. It, it's like this. Like it's like this blue. Like it's it's even got like the. You even have the like, couches out there, like dirty couches. And oh, stuff. I love it. Yes, we could like we could just film it there. Like it'd be like the worst. Like oh, people would be like, "What the hell are we watching?" And we'll have and that would be the point. I would want. We'll have Bix be the announcer. Yes, yes. David Bixen Span will be the announcer. Just we'll, we won't tell him what's going to happen, and we'll just have him be like. Uh, what the hell's going on on here? <laughs> just, yeah, and right in the middle of the match, he'll he'll notice. Look at that guy across the street whose pants are down. I think <laughs> yes. he's doing something very unprecedented right what now. Is, what is that guy doing? <laughs> oh, I, that would be golden, golden. Oh, Bix is missing his uh, his future as a as Holt Street Wrestling and as the Holt Street Wrestling. Exactly, exactly. He's he's meant for something like yeah, that. He, I think we gotta get him. 
we, we do, gotta we, we gotta we gotta to convince him he'll to be the announcer if we do ever do this. Oh, I I, I miss that. I, I miss his run-ins on Slamstein. How would we talk about something and then he'd bring up? Did you see what Bill Watts posted about? He brought uh, something up on one of his shows, and and, and it kind of got Chris Zellner sidetracked, and uh-huh. Chris Zellner was talking about it, and then all of a sudden, like, okay, let's go to something else. And, we're just like, <laughs> and I was just laughing, like, oh my god! But you know what I loved about it too? It was always legitimate too. It wasn't a rumor he heard. Yeah. Like Bill Watts actually had a page talking about how if. You're a man who receives oral sex from another man. You're not gay. But if you're giving it to another man... I, if anybody else told me this, I thought, you're making that up, man. That's, but there it was. Yeah, Bix is crazy. Oh, he's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to snag him, and we're going to get a contract signed yeah. before another promoter does. Well, how, long, how long has this show gone? This is... we will. Oh talk. my gosh, two and a half hours. We'll talk about Lucha Underground next time. Yes, we well, will. Actually, when it starts, because people to- already told they don't want spoilers, so I don't... I don't I Absolutely. Think... We won't spoil it. We'll watch the show and then inform. Or or do you mean I, Fredo will watch yes, it? Yes, Fredo I, will watch it. Yeah. And I... You know, I, should, I will. I will not agree. <laughs> I should, not... You know what I should do? I should start, I should start scolding you for not... Uh, watching the more triple watching it. No, 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 not watching Lucha Underground and giving like a more detailed analysis. I'll say, why am I holding this microphone, Fredo? Detailed analysis. I'll just write it and read it. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. absolutely. Well, this I think this is the second time we've done like an over two hour podcast ever. I think. Yeah, because um, we had a lot of news with the yeah, well, this was, and, and then you read emails and stuff. It's absolutely, like, I had a blast. This yeah. was this. I well again. Thank you to anybody who has stuck it out this long. Yeah, and I'm not mad. Don't 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 get all <laughs> don't get all upset. This is just part of my whole <laughs> routine. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, uh, we will say though, do send the emails. It's part to of my rage. Me. Yeah, yes. the only reason I have people send you the emails because you're actually the this is like the one thing you actually do of um, wrestling and kind plus, of related. Plus, I deal with a handful of emails where you get emails. It's not just. Yang. It's not just. Like emails, like if you could, you can find me on Twitter. You can ask to me on Twitter. I always answer Same on Twitter. It's and like, me on Facebook. I'm Twitter on Twitter. Also, we're to all me, there. It, to me, I, I've transitioned from email to Twitter more now. Like when it comes to this sort oh, of thing. I noticed. I yeah. noticed. I like, like I see your Twitter feed. Yeah. You know, I have you one of my favorites, so I have to clear my Twitter feed every hour. Cause yeah, because sometimes but your tweets are good. They're yeah. quality tweets. You yeah. Know? If there's anybody else, I'd think they're tweaked. The, the info- I don't tweet as much. It's usually because on the Wednesday. This these last couple of weeks because there's been a lot of news, but mm-hmm. Wednesday I do the CML Informa and that's when I really do tweet. Well, what I dig and is, the matches and what I shows. also dig is no, actually, I as do a tweet Lucha a lot. fan, as a Lucha fan who does still doesn't speak Spanish, I love getting the narration. So, well, see, that's you know, the thing. Somebody, that's what I did. It was funny. Someone asked us to do the narration and I didn't answer because I was like, dude, I already do that. I mean, how can you not notice that? Yeah, if you follow Fredo and favored him, you're gonna you're gonna get up to date Lucha stuff. The Informa stuff is really cool stuff. It's kind of trivia stuff, but it's yeah. Really, sometimes really it's not. Cool. It's, sometimes it's not very informative. <laughs> but it's fun. It's but fun. there's like lately they've had the legends, like a lot of the like some of the people like that. I I recap the the Ericanes when they were on mm-hmm. the the Ring Girls. Yes. And now that they're not on, they've had on um, like the legends and some of the legends. Like I told you, some of the they, they leave some a, a couple of little tidbits. Yeah. So that actually are entertain stuff that you don't really know that you could add to like stuff that you're writing or whatever. And then like the then you have the current guys who are mm-hmm. especially Rush. Rush is really like good at at this 
Echiceros really good. Yes. I think Echicero, I think people are probably thankful that I'm I do Hechiceros like when when he's on because mm-hmm. he's a very talkative guy. And he's one of those guys who answers really long questions. Like he answers he's his qu- answers to questions are really long. So Very cool. So that th- those guys are the more interesting. And like I well I hope 2016 will be Barbaro, Caverno, and Hechicero's year. I think I it's going to be. I'm sure we'll be dis- we'll be happy and disappointed when we see who ends up staying in um, New Japan. Japan, yes, yeah. yes. If they continue that, we should have betting odds. My, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's probably gonna be Dragon Lee. I'm thinking You're it might be right. I just think if I if I if I I were to be able to choose myself, I'd probably pick Hechicero. Yeah, I'm guessing because they said it was he was a favorite. I think there there's a nice outside chance he might because he's also a lot older. True. Whereas Dragon Lee's twenty, I think maybe they think maybe he's too young to be on his own. They'd have to babysit him a little more, especially maybe they want to. Of course, maybe they kind of like you know like kind of doing the mentor thing. Yeah, that maybe get him maybe get him developed in that. Yeah. But well. Well, well. Hopefully, Sombra at some point will debut in NXT. I'm guessing probably next year he'll debut. Man, I might have to I have to get that channel now. I have Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Oh, well, then I'm not gonna get that channel. <laughs> if no, if you, if you don't have Hulu though, you might get it. Uh, I don't know. Fat Landstorm made some some joke. I can't remember if it was on Twitter or on Facebook, but he says like. Like, uh, why am I paying $9.99 a month for something I can get for free <laughs> elsewhere? Oh, it's on free on Hulu. I, I'm assuming... I don't know. I, I haven't checked. I, I'm assuming he, ref, he was referring to something on the network that most people think you have to subscribe to, but you can Yeah, because on Hulu, on Hulu you get um you get NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. Oh, wow. Raw, See, but, NXT- but, but the Raw is the 90-minute version, which I... I'd rather watch the 90-minute <laughs> version. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I, <laughs> I'd rather watch it. I, I'm guessing... I don't, I, I, don't, I don't really watch SmackDown, so I don't really know, but yeah. Raw, Raw, I watch it... Half of it. I, might, I was going to say, I might, I might start watching Raw if it was only 90 minutes. Yeah, on Hulu it is. And NXT, I I don't really have the time to watch it. Because, I mean, like I said, you've seen the Twitter. Lucha. Yep. yep. Monday, Puebla. Friday, CMLL. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Wednesday, Informa. And then, like, in between, there's all these other things I end up watching or doing. And it's like, oh, it's nonstop. Boy, I'm, 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 I'm glad I wasn't a kid in the internet age. My parents would have put me away. I would have been glued to the, the TV and the computer and just wrestling, wrestling, it's wrestling. It's all wrestling. Oh, man. Well, thank you, everybody who is uh, who have uh, you know taken the ride with us these last few hours. We had a blast. We hope you have, too. And we'll come back feisty as ever in one, two, three weeks, whenever it is. <laughs> It'll be soon. That will be the Vegas betting odds. When will be the next podcast in Walnut Kills? Three weeks, And until probably. that time, I want to quote the great Australian philosopher, Lord David Dundas, when he says, When I wake up in the morning light, I put on my jeans, and I feel all right. I put on my blue jeans. I pull my old blue jeans on. Till next time, cats. Take it easy.